afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh I skipped back over to the other one. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Uh, this is May, still, 16th, 2019. It's time for another Technical Alpha podcast. Yes, sir. Let me pull up my show notes here real quick. I'm wearing uh, my Michelangelo uh, sweater. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not a onesie. It's. Uh, it almost looks like almost one. Looks like because my pants are kind of that. Yeah, color. it's close. But uh, oh, yeah, it's yeah, even yeah. got the mask on yeah, there. You know, it's got a little something, something. Nice, Michelangelo, personal favorite of mine. You feel like uh, robbing a store? You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. You don't. You, know? you don't need your own uh, balaclava. You just slip that hood on. My normal sweaters are t- currently dirty. Uh, even the War Council hoodie. The War Council hoodie is currently being washed. <sighs> so you know, I'll be honest. I wash my hoodies maybe once every two weeks. I just wear them, wear them, wear them until I eat and get something on them. And then I'm like, oh, I should probably clean that. Dude, I wear clothes until they need to be washed. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not about that life where it's like, I wore this for one day. Oh, fuck. I sat in the office. I didn't do anything. But I'm going to wash this t-shirt now because I wore it for one day. Listen, I... I, I no. I, I, I challenge people out there in the stream world who watches my stream on a regular... And try and count how many days in a row you've seen me wear this shirt. Yeah. It's probably, I could probably many. do four or five. Yeah. Four or five days in a row to the point where now my my body sweat is starting to seep into the damn clothes. It should get washed. Yes. That's where that's usually where I'm at. Yes. And it's you know, not like I leave the house. If I left the house yeah. and I get out and do things where my stuff gets dirty, it'd be a little bit different. This sweater is over 10 years old. Mm. And I have worn it almost daily. For 10 years in any application. Killing it. That American Eagle. And it's still, no, this is Old Navy. Oh, it, is looks, it? it looks like oh. it is, but it's just Old, oh, it's it's old that, Navy. It's got that Eagle on it, though. It does. Dude, it has not frayed. Not a single thread has come anywhere. And you know why? Part of it is, I, I mean, I've done construction work in this sweater. Part of it is <laughs> that uh, I don't wash it. After only wearing it. it once. That's Your it. Your clothes get fucked up Wear when you're tear. washing them all the time. Wear and tear. You just, uh, like, people People get so, uh, it's like everyone's a low-key hypochondriac. You wear, you wear a piece of clothing once, and it's like, oh my god, it's filthy. No, fuck that. I need, no. Did fuck you go up. to the gym and run a marathon today? No? Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's fine. Mm. Did you accidentally shit yourself? No? Okay. That's fine. You're good. You're good to go. So this week... Uh, it's been another week, I'm guessing, uh, well, I know uh, after talking to your lovely wife that, uh, that your son is, uh, seems to be bordering on the first couple of chompers coming through. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Kai will be three months in like, what, six days, five, mm-hmm. five or six days. It's coming. Um, but yeah, he's teething, but he's not actually getting, uh, I see, I don't know exactly when babies are supposed to get teeth, but they can teeth like pretty early. Yeah, but ahead they, of time. But, um, the teeth probably still won't show for a little while. No, no, no. But um, yeah, he's definitely, he's drooling a lot. He wants to suck on his hands a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got all the symptoms and uh, he had his his uh, his checkup there, his three-month checkup uh, yesterday. And uh, yeah, the the doctor thinks he's he's teething. Yeah, it's on, yeah. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, so Kayla needs to brace herself for some... 
He's gonna slightly, be salty. Slightly more painful nipples for a while. That too. Yeah. Uh, he isn't like he isn't crying and going crazy. There are some days he's irritated, but he hasn't been bad so far. But I'm sure when those teeth oh. are getting ready to come in, it's coming. <laughs> I may as well enjoy sleep right now. While, while Get it while you can. While I'm getting it, because the screaming is coming. Oh, it's it's coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah, Nikki, 10 years old, washed six times. Exactly. That's, there you go. That's the, it's the secret. That is the secret nobody's that's, telling you. That's the secret nobody's telling you. You know, they just want you, they just want you to keep buying endless laundry supplies. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, my week was uneventful for the most part. I went back to the homestead with dad to do some more. Uh, well, we had to mow the lawn and stuff for the first time in the season. Uh, there's a couple of younger guys that are doing pretty much all the properties in the area. Uh, that will be taking over from this point theoretically, uh, and we're hoping that they stay true to their uh, their estimate on how much it's going to cost per mo, because mm. uh, uh, it was a real good price. Because that yard is fucking massive. It took Dad and I working nonstop three and a half hours, Jesus, to get the yard done. Uh, I was on the whipper snipper, he was on the mower, and uh, three and a half hours later, it was done. So uh, they, however, of course, have a ride-on lawnmower that is t- more, uh, twice as wide as the push mower Dad was using, and a whippersnipper that probably swaths about five, you know, five fucking feet across. Mm. So they will go significantly faster than Dad and I did. But got that done and uh, drank lots of alcohol because I'm being basically like refugee status here pretty soon, where I kind of unceremoniously removed from. The house I'm currently in. Awesome. Uh, not for anything I did. Nope. Shit happens. Such, such is life. Yep. And, um, or such as women is what I'm, I'll, I'll say. And uh, here we are. It's another week. Uh, I was going to say there wasn't a lot of news this week, but, uh, but and there was some, but. You go ahead, keep talking. But today, just today. Stuff was cropping up like en route to uh to the podcast happening and so some stuff uh popped up just here the last second uh so i'll start with one because i don't even think i had a chance to um to type it in where did that go son of a bitch i closed out the browser earlier that's okay i've got uh i've got it here we go i'm listening no no i had, I had to find it again so this is pretty friggin' huge. Uh, Sony and Microsoft setting aside their their rivalry to a degree here, as they uh, as they form an alliance for cloud gaming. So Sony, you know, doesn't have the you know the the server cloud gaming clout that Microsoft does. Obviously, Microsoft with the Azure servers are. Uh, one of the largest server farms on the planet. It's the show. Uh, and they're, they've been putting a lot of time and energy into curating uh, the Azure servers for, uh, for this exact gaming purpose, whether it's using the cloud for uh, you know, computational purposes or for actually streaming games to consoles or to TVs or whatever, the, you know, anything and everything. So apparently this just literally just cropped up, and this is, this is kind of fucking wild. Um, I'll, I'll just read, I'll just read what we've got here, honestly, uh, cause I, it, this is so fresh that I don't even know the whole, the whole story myself. 
So during a recent trip to the U.S., Sony president and CEO uh, Yoshida signed a, mem- a memorandum of understanding with Microsoft's CEO Nadella on a strategic tie-up. While details have yet to be hammered out, the, bar- uh, the partnership will center on artificial intelligence and the cloud, according to an announcement by Microsoft early uh, Friday, Japan time, obviously still Thursday here. The latter category includes plans for joint development of cloud gaming technology. While this market is expected to grow as ultra-fast uh, fifth-generation wireless gains traction, so that's like the 5G and whatnot, uh, such services require much processing power on the provider's end to deliver the games with high-quality graphics and minimal lag. Sony and Microsoft plan to leverage the American computing behemoth's data centers for this purpose. Um, I'm just hyper-speed reading this to see if anything else here exists or if you're just giving some flavor text. Um, outside of gaming, the two companies will consider combining image sensors from Sony, which who will obviously make cam- cameras, and, cameras and stuff like that, with uh, which controls half the global market. Damn! With Microsoft's AI technology uh, to develop electronic eyes for self-driving vehicles, that's smart. Uh, they will also discuss incorporating Microsoft's Cortana virtual assistant into television speakers and other Sony products. This is a monstrous fucking partnership, bro. This is some big dick swing. Mm. Sony and Microsoft getting together to do this shit is no joke. This is like, these are two other titans. <clears throat> Microsoft could have already gone toe-to-toe with Google, and now they're they're partnering up with Sony to, to doubly go toe-to-toe with Google, Amazon, and Apple. Mm-hmm. So Microsoft is being smarter, but this is, this is uh, Sony really needed, I mean, this is more Sony getting a benefit overall the microsoft microsoft has the money that sony doesn't have uh but this is smart for microsoft because it means they don't have to do everything themselves they can yeah. just bring somebody into the fold yeah uh and this is quite impressive but for our for our purposes obviously the gaming side is most interesting because they've been rivals in the console space for so long i don't think that's going to change though no of course yeah. not it's not like they're going to make their like an individual console combined but what that does mean is that sony's streaming services and and cloud services will be from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. So uh, much to the chagrin of all the Sony fanboys out there, I'm sure, that are losing their minds that Sony is now uh, you know, in, in bed with the, the, the Microsoft enemy. demon. Mm. Uh, but uh, that's a very interesting <clears throat> uh, development. Uh, so apparently, though, and this is the last part of this article, this is not the first time Sony and Microsoft have worked together. They announced collaborations in home electronics in 1998 and music distribution technology in 99. Uh, so they, they've had many, many moons ago and many, you know, significantly different, uh, CEOs at this point, but, uh, yeah, they've, they have worked together in the past, but not on this scale. This is, this is some, big. this is some next level shit. So that's a big thing that rolled in just before the podcast, uh, started. So that's a pretty, uh, big piece I'm of sure news. I'm sure we'll be able to probably talk about it more next week when more news or yeah, more so the question discussions is, happen. Do we hear more about this at E3 or is this something that we don't hear until later in the year when they have more to I don't discuss? Think, I don't think it's going to be at E3 because I think E3, it's going to be, it's going to be a battle of the consoles at E3. I think this, the, it's the, it's, it's going to be a bit of the war. I don't think they mm. want to go into E3 kumbaya. Hey, we love Sony. Hey, we love uh, we love Microsoft. Um, I think they want to compete. I think they want to say this is why we're going to be the best next generation experience for the games you love, uh, opposed to us working together. I think the E3 yeah. will be separate, but I think down the road it's like, hey, guys, 
You 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 love Microsoft. You might love Sony, but guess what? We love games, and we exactly. come together yeah. to give you guys the best gaming experience. It's not about who's against who. It's all about bringing you guys the best. And we've come together, taken the technology that these guys do well, technology and infrastructure that these guys have. We've made it together so that uh, the ga- gaming uh, will be at the next level in you know five years or whatever. Yeah, like, it's- ten years. And, and something else to consider, you know, because a lot of people are going to ha- get hung up on the fact that uh, about the gaming portion of this is that I think the majority of this deal lies outside of the gaming stuff. Oh, yeah. It's the stuff that we just talked about here at the end. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it, all, like Sony and Microsoft are so much bigger yeah. than just the gaming portions oh, yeah. of, their, of, their pro- uh, of their product lines yeah. uh, and their business. <clears throat> In fact, for both of them, They're, the gaming it's not side even the, it's is not even towards the, big, the loss. Yeah, it's not, it's not even their their. It's their not their bread and butter. No, fuck so, no. So there's a lot more going on here. It's just that as a peripheral benefit, <clears throat> again, more for Sony than anything, really, in the gaming session, uh, section, of, uh, essentially, uh, and especially is that they're getting the access to that cloud, you know, Azure cloud stuff, and that's going to be, uh, be great news for, uh, for Sony and Microsoft both. Uh, that, definitely interesting to see how much more comes out of that on the gaming side. Uh, and since this is just early days, we'll have to wait and see what crops up uh, after that. So, thumbs up for that. Bam. Uh, uh, can't wait to see more. Uh, in, let's see, I've got a couple of just, you know, things to like, toss out here, a little fast stuff, because again, we're in that, that pre-E3 slump, but uh, just an interesting little tidbit. Nintendo Switch lifetime sales uh, passed PlayStation 4 sales in Japan. I saw that on Despite Twitter. the three-year head start yeah, I saw uh, that, that PlayStation had. Now, of course, this is in Japan, but Sony and, and <clears throat> Nintendo, obviously both... Japanese companies, mm-hmm. uh, and so that's still there. You know, that's still an important distinction there. Uh, but it just shows, uh, you know, a three-year head start. It just shows the power that Nintendo has, massive, uh, with their with their games uh, and their uh, their decision making with the consoles that they make, the form factors uh, for the market that they know they're going to be pushing this stuff to. Their handhelds are just they know what's up. They know what the fuck they're doing, man. They know what's they've up. Always so, done, they've always have. Switch is doing really well. And then we're uh, again, we uh, don't forget, and we may, we might see more of this around E3 time, whatever Nintendo is talking about. more. We'll, maybe we'll hear some more about it. Is Remember, there's that refresh of the Switch console coming up soon. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we'll probably get more information I've about that as well. I've been seeing a ton of Switches up for sale now here locally. Yeah. Because people are getting them, want to get rid of them now so they can go and get the new Switch. Well, that's when, uh, that's a bit that early because I think we're probably fall before we... Yeah see that so unless they're just flipping them which is possible yeah. uh they're gonna be waiting waiting, waiting a while, while. uh and, and let's be honest the, the switches that they have right now <clears throat> would still sell really easily 100%. even with the next one coming it's not 100%. Gonna, not gonna change any lives no not gonna change any lives um let's see here oh remember last week we talked about how china 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 uh, how China, um, how, uh, what was it? What was their names off the top of my head? This is bad, but uh, basically PUBG, oh, Tencent was tired of trying to monetize PUBG in China because of the, all the hurdles that the government were putting in front of them. And so they like game of peace or whatever the hell they, uh, game for peace or whatever the shit they were calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so they did all that, but, um, in related news to that, no games at all are allowed to have any kind of blood. Period. 
So before, the stipulation was you weren't allowed to have any red blood. So the thing that everyone did was just they changed the color of the blood for everything. Yeah. Uh, and now... To, what, to blue? <laughs> to green. blue, green, whatever, you know, flavor that you wanted it to be. Uh, but that apparently isn't good enough anymore. Chinese government doesn't want any blood, period. And so we're going back to GoldenEye paintball mode. All right. Which wasn't bad, I guess. I liked like GoldenEye paintball I mode. I actually enjoyed it. I played it quite a bit. Yeah. It's yeah. fire. Big head mode, paintball. It's great. Golden guns, slap only. That's right. Slap. Proximity mines. Uh, the, you know what? It's, it's, did I ever tell you? I probably did, but I'll say, because I, I never know if I mentioned on the podcast. Growing up, so the, the modes that we always played growing up when the guys came over was License to Kill. One shot, one kill. Doesn't matter what we were playing. Uh, and then different weapon groups, you know, different maps. Always started on the facility proximity mines every time. That was the first match, mm-hmm. always and every time. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, I had a blanket. It was a blue blanket uh, that was probably as old as I was. Okay. And it had, uh, at one point, because uh, it was like the blanket that everyone used when the guys were sleeping over or whatever was one of those. And so when we were like eating pizza and shit, it was just fucked. Nasty. And one of the th- spots on it was Donair sauce because we, uh, we had Costco Donair pizza mm. and Donair sauce had gotten on it. And so it just looked like a massive jizz stain on the fucking blanket. Probably right? was a massive jizz stain. Uh, I hope it wasn't because <laughs> we, had an, we had what we called the Iron Man match uh, in GoldenEye where it was slappers only Aztec Okay. with... Uh, with uh, 200% health and uh, first person to die or the person who lost had to lick the blanket. Oh, come on, man. The fuck, dude? <laughs> this is the fucked up shit you do when you're younger. That's fucking had gross, to li- dude. Lick, lick the, uh, lick the, what you, you know, you wanted to call the jizz stain. In reality, it was just don't air sauce. That's but, nasty, man. Uh, it, was, it was rough. And also, those matches took did, like three hours. Now, the question is, did you ever have to lick? I never did. Uh, Brian did. Ooh, of course Brian did. Yeah. We didn't have to pay him for that one, though. He just lost the match. He, he just lost it. He just, he just lost the match. Yeah. That's <laughs> now, did they have to lick specifically on that spot? Yes, of, oh. that was the exact spot. <laughs> That's fucking gross, dude. Boys will be boys. That's right. Uh, oh, and just but as a thing, don't ever do that match. Iron Man match was like three hours long. Just don't, don't do it. Because imagine how long it takes to kill somebody with slappers, normal health, double it, and then go on the Aztec, which is a massive map with like a thousand hidden fucking doors. Don't. It's a bad time. It's three hours. It's, unless you really want to kill yourself, don't do it. Um, uh, oh, I have a couple things here I think that we can combine into one. Yes, we do. Hey, Jeff. What's up? It's Epic Game oh, Store time! I thought Come we were going to have a fucking week without nope. Epic News. Nope. All right. All right. So, uh, first things first. Epic is putting on their first, or Epic Game Store, first sale coming up. Oh. It got quasi-leaked uh, on the Fortnite you know, launcher section where they usually would have like patch notes and stuff or upcoming, whatever. Uh, you know, I say leak, but it could have been intentional, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, where it looks like there's going to be uh, a sale put on and... Uh, it's either an and or alongside, and this story could have developed since, because this, this was also like only just recently, uh, where they're going to provide $10 in store credit if you register for two-factor authentication for your account, which is one of those things everybody was bitching about with security on uh, the platform and whatnot. They have two, 2FA now. Well, they'll give you fucking $10 Damn. in store credit 
just to enable that shit Damn. on your account. And then they're doing a sale. And the rumor is, I don't know if it's been confirmed yet or not. Maybe chat knows more than I do. But um, apparently, the discounts they're putting on the games, Epic's eating the fucking cost. They're not even pass- passing that shit on to the developers. They're eating the fucking cost. So if that game is like five, ten bucks off, they're eating all that fucking Epic's cost. Got, Epic's got so much money right now. They're just buying their way. They're buying their way to victory. You want to hear the sound of Epic's dick on a table? Oh, it's, it's and it's heavy. It's, 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 hef- it's, it's a lot of girth. Heavy. It's a lot. It's a lot. Of they girth. don't give a fuck. They're like, no. hey, you know what? Fuck it. You fuck know, it. we lose twenty million. We'll take it. You know, we make we make that in a good weekend on uh on on Fortnite. Fuck it. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Epic gives zero fucks, and then somebody will complain. Somebody will complain about their ten dollars off on. I don't trust two FA. <laughs> <laughs> like, I uh, why 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 are you eating why why are you eating the uh, the discount? Well, you know, somebody will complain What's about the it. catch. Yeah. Uh, either either way, those are I don't I don't know I can't say. Oh, it is confirmed. Well, there you go. So they're just eating it up, bro. Damn. Damn. They're eating it up. They're winning all over the place. They're making decisions that are winning. They're, it's like it's almost like at this point they're trolling the haters. It's almost like they're they're purposely sticking a finger up to the cocksuckers that are hating on them for no reason. There, it, here it is, right here. Here we go. Okay, here it is. It's probably a one-time thing to get people on their platform, though. No, who fucking cares? <laughs> well, if there is one goddamn—I'm not saying you. But if there's one fucking neckbeard eunuch that complains about a fucking company putting on a sale, giving you $10 in-store credit for 2FA, and then eating the cost of the entire sale so that the developers who are already getting way more of a percentage cut to begin with also don't have to take the hit for the sale. And there is one fuck that complains about this. Fuck yourself with a cactus Oof. or three. Oh, fuck. Cactus fucking yourself. Make it as girthy as Epic's dick so that you can pretend it's them. Then you have a thing to complain about. Oh, stop fucking me with your cactus dick, Epic. So because girthy. really, who the fuck can complain about that? Well, you can't. Well, you That's can't. insane. Well, you can't. Check yourself into an asylum. You fuck can't. get a padded cell and shit. You can't. You can't complain. Because you're crazy. The epic sales, dude. I think that's a genius way of doing it because you know Steam Steam sales are is is basically at this point it's a it's an event. Bless Gaben. Right? Yeah, it's don't it's take a, my wallet, Gaben. Yeah, it's a it's an event, right? Uh, all uh, Steam summer sales are here. Time to go broke, right? People are just buying games to buy games just to add more games to their library. And uh, if Epic's going to be doing summer sales or winter sales or whatever yearly sales, they're going to have to do it in a in a unique way. And I think this is a this is a damn unique Bro, way of, a, of doing it. This is an it. expensive way. Very expensive. But wait. There's more. The PC Gaming Show for E3 is sponsored by... Oh, my God. You guessed it. Epic Game Store. Man, their dick is swollen. <laughs> it's there. Oh, my God. They're fucking coming out guns. They announced that, and you go into the form, the first thing I see, first fucking like five posts, well, I'm out. 
Go fuck. Find something to do with your life, you fucking worthless oxygen thief. Jesus, a company uh, spending some money for advertising, spending all this money on sales. People are still going to be bitching. Finding something, it's crazy. <clears throat> People are nuts, bro. It's absolutely nuts. So they're sponsoring the game show. There you go. You best believe we're hearing about more exclusives. Oh, for the oh, time. Let me be more specific. Time six months to a year. Yep. But in everyone else's mind that hears that, or when people's mind hear that, they go, oh, it's permanent. Ew. They're stealing our games. Fuck them. They're owned by China. They're going to take all my, my money, my credit, my credit card information. They're going to know that I play head of a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk off to it because they're watching through my webcam. Oh, man. Uh, so that's the thing. So that's your Epic Game Store news for this week. Uh, is that they are eating up all the cost of their sale uh, and providing money so that people can stop bitching about the security. It's great. Yep. There's a lot of win here. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, wait. Oh, apparently there's more. The discounts even apply to purchases made before the sale started. The price difference will be refunded to the account from the payment met. So what? Go, go over that They're again? retroactively applying the sale, Jeff. Damn. The discounts apply to purchases made before the sale started. The price difference will be refunded to the account from the payment method. Damn. They're even going through the logistical money dick payments. They're just going to eat it up everywhere. They're going to eat it all up. God damn it, Jeff. Epic gonna- wants to give me money. <laughs> Fuck them. Pretty soon, Epic's going to be like, Fuck them. We're going to pay you to use our launcher. <laughs> You know what? That's what they're doing That's right now. They're going, you know what? Instead of you, instead of, we're not, for one, we're not even charging you to use the launcher, but instead we're going to pay you to use it. No, like I said, Maddie, is I was not, I was saying not you specifically. But what, yeah, how you said it, the though at the end of the sentence did not help you. However, I'm not, I'm saying not you specifically, but in general, that opinion that I just described is already out there in droves. In fact, it's the majority, unfortunately. Uh,. Oh, I'm getting up, bro. This is the cell phone. This is the way to me to do this. I'm getting, I'm getting fucking pinged with just on this on the fly news. Oh, coming in hot and spicy. Woo! Sega announcing another ten games. What are they? Let's find out. Let's find out. Click this. I feel link. Like every week we're getting ten games. That's right. Oh, we didn't have any last week. I don't think. Last week we didn't have the uh, oh that. the update. Uh, let's see here. Where's the, where's the list? Uh, while he's looking for that, go ahead and hit that like button. If you guys are enjoying the podcast and, uh, we hit $3,000 on the Patreon. We did that happen. We hit that. I think we're three. I think we're 3,003. So big thank you. Uh, I'm, if you guys are wondering about my energy level, it's not that I'm super tired. I'm just trying not to yell because my voice is pretty shot. Gonna save that for Game of Thrones. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> hey. Save yourself. Sa- I gotta save it. All right. I've got, I've got the update. Are you ready for this? Cause there's some, there's some, there's some more fire in here. All right. Mega Man. Okay. The Willy Wars. So, okay. But it's a Mega Man game. Okay. The Willy Wars just sounds like a porn parody of Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> a gay poor porn parody of Mega Man. Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition. Okay. That, there, That's a good one. Now, we, now we're talking. That's Sonic Spinball, also pretty dope. All right. Fantasy Star 4. That's a good one. 
Beyond Oasis. Don't know what that is. Ghouls and Ghosts. That's a fire game. That's a fire game. Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. Ooh, dude, I forgot that game existed. Yeah. I don't I definitely don't have that I game. I don't think you have that. That's I think a pretty hard game to come by. I want to say. Yeah, I definitely don't have that game. Uh, let's see here. That's a classic. Golden Axe. Oh, I have that game. That I do have. Golden Axe stole a lot of my money as a kid in the arcade. Golden like Axe will take money. your soul. Golden Axe was uh, was the boshy of the fucking like eighties. Dude, that game 80s, still early kicks 90s, my ass. Or, uh, early nineties. We played it on fucking one of the retro, the last yeah, retro right. verses that's we right. did. We got right. our shit pushed in. That's right. And that was with cheating. Yeah. We're still lost. Vector Man. Don't know what that is. Really? Yeah. Vector Man's good. Uh, and then Wonder Boy in Monster World. Don't know what that is either. Wonder Boy is another uh, pretty. You know, it's 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 not like super main mainstream, but it's there. Okay. That's almost you know eighty percent of that <laughs> list is pretty dope. Uh, and now the full list. Uh, the full list now includes. Let me. Uh, Thank you, Sly, for the super chat. Pull this up. Here we go. Are you? Oh my God, dude! This there's. Oh. There's a lot of fire. Dude, I'm buying this. This is a lot I'm, of fire. I'm literally buying this. This is a lot of fire. Yeah. Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining mm. Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, Gunstar Heroes, <sighs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2, <sighs> Earthworm Jim. <sighs> Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse. World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse. Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3, mm. Streets of Rage 2, mm. Contra Hardcore, mm. Landstalker, Mega Man the Porn Parody, Street Fighter 2 Special Championship Edition, Sonic Spinball, Fantasy Star 4, Beyond Oasis, Ghouls and Ghosts, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Golden Axe, Vector Man, and Wonder Boy in Monster World. That is... Fucked up. It's a lot of win. How good that There's list a, is. It's it's starting in 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 Sega terms. That is basically what the SNES uh, pulled out. Yeah, you know the the SNES pulled out fucking some some pretty dope shit. Oh, and they even released Star Fox too. I mean they they went out they went all out. Sega is whipping their dick out and saying, "Listen, we're gonna do a mini. We gonna do it right." <laughs> There's 10 more games coming. Oh, there's 10 more. There's 10 more. No, not right. We don't have them now, but there's 10 more remaining. So there's 40 in total on Damn, this Damn. Uh, and there's 10 more that we don't know about. So there's only 10 left that we haven't. They got to be putting a sports game on there. I, I, At this point, all I want to see that hasn't made this list yet, uh, off the top of my head, is Road Rash. Road Rash, yeah. That's a good uh, one. Is one that I'd they like to see They had Streets of Rage on there, right? Streets of Rage 2. So Street, it's, that's it's, a good it's, one. It's, I mean, they're both good, but that's like, if you're going to choose one that's or the, the other, classic. 2 that's is the, the one. Like the classic, classic. Because one. the soundtrack in 2 is just um, fucking fire. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought they were going to put on a, a, a Mutants... Uh, a Mutant League a football? Mutant League football? football or Mutant League hockey, one of the two. I that's think they're going to put one of those That on. might be a tough licensing deal for them. Uh, they, yeah, they... I'd love to see them put the X-Men on there, but it's probably a licensing issue. That would also probably be a bit tough to do. But there's a couple games left that they could still pull out, mm. but there's 10 more, bro. You said there's Mortal Kombat on there, right? Or not? Uh, no. No. Probably licensing issue. Yeah. Some of that stuff, I mean, I'm surprised they even got Street Fighter on here, to be honest with you. But uh, 
Yeah, there's some. There's there's more fire on the Genesis. Yeah, yet. The, the, my my guess is there'll probably be like another two or three like big name ones that are going to come on the final. Yeah. And then, well, uh, every set of ten that we've had, like over oh, half of them have been big good, name games. Good, good games. So yeah. if they keep that up for the last ten, oh my god. Yep. That's that console is. That's value fire. central. That's fire. Yeah, a I lot will, of fire. I'm telling you right now. I said this before. I I would legit. Uh, it's gonna sound. Brandon Stimpy. That's a good. That's choice. a good. That's a really good one. Yeah. Brandon Stimpy's a good one. There's so many. There's like a ton of those types of games that were just so good on the Sega. Like there's yeah. those types of games that just worked. Like there was like uh, the Simpsons, like Home Alone. Like yeah. there's all kinds of those types of games that work. Term, um, the Terminator games on uh, Genesis were good too. Yep. Um, call me crazy. You're crazy. Call me crazy. This is going to sound wild. Mm. Nutty. Oh, nutty professor. Don't watch it. You give me 30, 40 of the top N64 games. I'm paying 199 bucks. I oh. fucking shit you. I, I, 199 Canadian. That's, I think you get away with it. I shit. I, I would, I li- that's like my cutoff. If they, if they came out and they said, you know, it's 149 if bucks. If they give me an original controller. Well, they'd have to. That also works with my uh, my old Nintendo sixty four. Oh, that'd be fucking crazy. I don't. I it, it would definitely be two hundred dollars. I mean, at then. that point, you're just basically re releasing the N sixty four. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? They, if they give me that, might they, not be the worst idea they they've ever had. If they just give me, if they just give me this motherfucking controller, right? But they put, I don't know. They don't. It doesn't need to be. The, it doesn't need to fit the N sixty four. But if they can replica, because you can get Chinese knockoffs of these. Yeah, they're just bad. I know they're bad. <laughs> I know the analog sticks have See, like that's, the, that's the terrible that's the dead zones. With the N sixty four one, is it'd be expensive for them to make these controllers. That's what I've said when we first started talking about it. Is that the console is not a problem? That's the problem. Those yeah. controllers, and they cannot give me like a GameCube controller for the N sixty four. I need to have this fucking thing right yeah. here. Yeah. I need this noise. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. While I'm playing the yes. classics. If they can do that, even if they can cheapen this up a little bit, yes. as long as as long as this thing does what it needs to do, uh, I would pay up to. I swear to God, I'd pay up to one hundred ninety nine dollars, and I wouldn't complain about it. If they came out there one hundred twenty nine or one hundred forty nine bucks, like I'm out there, I'm one of those guys at midnight that's going out there to pick one of these up, yes. make sure I get one. Yes, you give me. 30 or 40 of the fire on the N64, it's done. Well, you better believe, obviously, that they have been for a while trying it's to done. sort it out. It's they're, done. They're on the way of trying to figure out how to do it, right? It's, it's just... It's done. And it's it's one yeah. of the ones that I'd actually play. Yes. You know, like, I've turned on... The, I actually haven't even opened this one, but the SNES Classic I turned on, we played it for a bit. What's a couple games that you absolutely need to see on the N64? Mario sixty four. Yeah. If it's if Mario sixty four is not even on there, I'm out. Yeah. But it's it it has to be it's gonna be on there. Yeah. If I had to pick five musts. Yeah. All right. Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know it's a hard it licensing. The licensing I know. Yeah. But if, I'm going with my dream here. You yeah. Never know. Maybe they pull it off. It's right? possible. Maybe they pull it off. Uh, I'm just trying to look down here to see uh, see what I got. See, I'm not a big Zelda fan, but I know they'd put Ocarina of Time on Obviously. there, so I'm going to put that on there just because yeah. it deserves to be on there. Um, if they did it, honestly, that and Majora's Mask would probably both be both on be it. On it's there. like a foregone conclusion yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, but I'm going to just go with Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Um, uh, Mario 64, or sorry, uh, Mario Kart 64. Yep. It's a must. Yep. Uh, and then if I had to pick, if I had to pick one more, and I know... You're not a huge fan of it, I don't think, but I am. Donkey Kong 64. Oh, no, that's fine. 
That's yeah. on there for sure. Yeah. Uh, me, Mario 64. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Goldeneye gets on because that game hasn't even been remade. What about Perfect Dark? Because it, Perfect could, that's what I was going to say. If they Perfect can't do Dark, Goldeneye, you got to put on Perfect That's what's going to be there. You got to put on Perfect Dark. And in fact, I, if even probably both of them, would, yeah, I mean, would be, be fine. It would be great. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say Perfect Dark would be there, not Goldeneye. Perfect Dark. I mean, they're almost the same fucking game they're anyway. identical games. Um, Essentially. Uh... What is it? Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. Time. Uh, and then a fifth slot. Man. Uh, you going Banjo? Uh, banjo. I'm going to... Banjo, Kazooie, probably. Um, but if I could choose, and this is going to be a spicy fucking take, bro. Oh, boy. It's a spicy take. All right. I'd almost swap Mario Kart 64 for Diddy Kong Racing. Oh. Because if there's only one kart racer on there... If I'm being real, Diddy Kong Racing is a superior kart racer. It's just the nostalgia factor for Mario Kart is Come on, so much What about higher. the battle mode, man? For for I know it's the battle mode's great on the Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong has everything that Mario Kart has. Dude. Except it runs better. And there's more of everything. I don't know, man. I gotta I, I you know, it's spicy. It's spicy. But I I, I gotta stick with I gotta stick if with If there's only Mario. one kart racer, I, it's like my nostalgia will always tell me to go Mario Kart sixty four. Mm. But from like, from, but my everything else in my head is screaming to go. Just put mm. in Diddy Kong Racing. You know what we need to do for next week? What we need to go do our homework. Oh, come up All with right. a list. Come up with a thirty game list. Oh boy, of what we would want to see on N sixty four. On the N sixty four, we can do that. Many, and then share the list. And it has to be in the order. So like, not just thirty, but thirty in like must. Totally has to be has there. to be on there all the way down to, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Spicy. You know, it's you know, it's coming. It's just when and how they do the controller. Those are the two biggest yeah. question marks. Yeah, because the games are easy, dude. The controller that that will. I don't care what anybody <clears throat> says. That will be the biggest selling if they price it right and they get the controller down. Yeah, that'll be the that'll biggest be selling mini. On the market to yeah. date yes. without a fucking shadow even, of a doubt. Won't even be close. Because it's the perfect demographic. You're hitting, you're hitting basically almost every, you're hitting the demographic of the people that bought this, that, yep. uh, the ones that didn't buy those. Yeah. So the ones that are like, ah, nah, I'm not, I wasn't really into that. You know, you throw in Ocarina of Time, you throw in GoldenEye, Golden, I mean, or, or even Perfect Dark, you perfect throw in dark, Mario even. 64, yeah. it's over. It's over, and you come out with these controllers. It's done because really, really for like one hundred and twenty nine dollars, you could you could give them two controllers and five games. Yeah, and you could get away with one hundred and twenty nine dollars. And if they if they made it so that you could play up to four players on this fucking thing, well, don't so, get too crazy. Now. But dude, I mean, if you got if you got Mario Kart, well, now right, you have to. You have to have you have to have the ability. You have GoldenEye. You have to have the ability. You can't just have two. So they got to have four port controllers on it this month. Ah. They basically got to re-release the fuck. Like on on these, they're only two player games, right? Like these are only two player games. Even the Sega two player games. You go to N sixty four. I mean, even if it was a, a PlayStation One Mini, you could do two control two two player. Uh, you go N sixty four, bro. That was the generation of of the first mega like co op home co op shit. That was a party system, bro. People still today hold boy parties, girl parties, yes, and they hook up their fucking N sixty four. They plug those bitches in, yes, and they fucking go to town. Dude, bro. I took a tube TV off of a person's hands because they couldn't need it anymore. Boom. 
Just for when the guys came over every three months. Yes. To play N64. Yes. Dude, Mario Party? And it took up half of the space of a room. Mario Party? I mean, fuck. I mean, they could literally... Here's the only reason why I don't think it's going to happen. I don't even think it's the controllers. Because I think they get over it. I, I think, think the games the, are I think making the games too much money. are making them way too much cash. Yeah. And if they give all that... It's one thing they give it up for the, the SNES yes. or the NES. Because, well, yeah. let's be real. They, you know, it, people aren't searching high and low for that and whoever wants it's already got it rommed on whatever or, yeah, or yeah. whatever on their phones or switches or whatever they come up with this bro they are they are cutting into like switch sales games like get hd re-released fucking you name it well that's I the mean, distinction right so if they do an n64 mini and with that controller, you're just getting the original experience. That's all I want. Playing at the original frame rates. That's all I the want. Original, it's just that it's outputting HDMI. Yep. Right? Yep. The difference is with the with selling it on their online platforms, mm. that gives them the opportunity to cherry pick and do these updated graphics, widescreen support, or whatever the fuck, you mm-hmm. know, and do and like different you using the newer age controllers, maybe making the, the the controls a bit less clunky, you know, et cetera, et cetera, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they sell it for forty bucks pop, mm-hmm. or more. Yeah, right. Full full damn release full, on full some release of them. value, right? Yeah. So I think that if you just stick to just raw emulating the yep. old stuff, yep. it doesn't cannibalize too, too much. much. Yeah. And they can double dip for people that don't want to have another console; they want the re-release with some Bro, updated I uh, extras. My, I will shit myself dry. If they announce get a that motherfucking ready, bro. N64 mini, bro, <laughs> the it's fucking world will go, oh my fuck. Oh yeah. It's a holy, oh my fuck. Oh yeah. Who, what gamer? I want to know in the comment section, I don't care if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the fuck you listen to this, on Twitch chat, wherever. Who doesn't? You mean YouTube chat? We're not you- on Twitch anymore. Oh yeah, YouTube chat, <laughs> whatever. You know what I meant. Yes. Who the fuck doesn't not like the N64? Not very many people. Like, seriously. Not very like, many people. It, I think every real gamer... At the very or least, every you game, grew up with it, right? Yeah, but... but it's, hard I to suppose, go, it's hard to go backwards to that controller listen, when I'm not talking to the 16-year-olds here. Yeah. Right? That, yeah, that yeah. never experienced this. Or, or maybe some did. I'm talking about if you're, if you're over the age, like, 20, 21, yeah. and you haven't had... A great experience with the N64. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Even if you didn't mm-hmm. own it, mm-hmm. somebody you know owned it. Yeah, and you played that shit at their house. I'm just thinking of games right now. Super Smash Bros. Yes. I yes. mean, I. Yes. I didn't even. I couldn't. I. I didn't even have an N64 at the beginning. It took me a while when the N64 first came out. I didn't get it right away. I ended up getting it like the next Christmas, and I was over at my buddy's place playing fucking uh, Smash Bros. Yeah, playing, yeah. Uh, playing anything and everything I could get my hands on. Yeah, like yeah. fucking uh, uh, cruising uh, San Francisco. Uh, what is it called? Uh, San Francisco Rush. San Francisco, not San Francisco. No, cruising. Well, it was cruising, it was cruising USA. Cruising USA because uh, 2049 wasn't until later in the Yeah, that's the, I think the Dreamcast ha- uh, for 2049 well, it was did, on but Dream- it was also on the N64. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It was just later in the console's oh, Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody collectively, because I think if you ask the question to most gamers, mm. if you said, hey... You know, PS2, because PS2 and the N64 are pretty much the, it's the same era, 
It is, uh, yeah. Those, those were right? the, the competing, competing consoles, ones. yep. I think even the people that own the PS2 and never owned the N64 will still say the N64 yeah. was a great time. Yeah. There are people out there that never owned a PS2 and never could have never appreciated what the PS2 did. Yeah. Uh well we say that it was GameCube, but I mean really the GameCube didn't compete with anyone. Uh, it was The GameCube the N- was N64 a pretty big was, The N64 was still going toe to toe with was still going with PS2. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. I mean you look okay, uh, PS you could look PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. I could see say thing same thing about the PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. I remember when the PS2 came out, I was still playing the N64. Right? I had a GameCube as well, but fuck the GameCube, man. GameCube had like 5 games. That's it. And they had some good there is some fire on the GameCube. Those, those were good 5 games. Yeah. And that then was, that, was, that, was, that was it. That was Their catalog show. is weak. Yeah, yeah. Compared yeah. to the N sixty four, so oh yeah, anyway, was anyway, big, we'll, big dick swing on that. We'll come. We'll come up with a list. Uh, in keeping with the Nintendo stuff, Nintendo at the end, their end year report. You know their their financial year end as everyone else's is run up uh, this month. Uh, they were talking about the possibilities of a hostile takeover, similar to what Ubisoft had just warded off here over the last couple of years. Uh, and you know, the possibilities of it and, and what they, you know, it, do they have, it was a question posed to them. Do they have plans in place mm. to try and combat it? And they said that they don't have anything particularly in place right now. Uh, but that they'll be looking more into it, which is bullshit. Cause every company has something in place. They just don't want to say what that something is. Um, you know, whether it's, whether it's like, uh, I can't remember there's a term for it, but I mean, they basically just allow uh, employees internally, if a takeover starts to try and happen, to buy stock at like super low internal rates to uh, to drive the price of the stock up so that it, the takeover becomes less and less, uh, you know, more and more expensive and less and less uh, mm-hmm. of an intriguing proposition for the party trying to take over. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I'm sure they have something like that in place, but... Uh, just as a just as a, a as a talking point, who in the hell? I mean, Nintendo is big, but they're not so big that they can't be bought out. So, who do you think? I've got my list of people that could possibly, if they wanted to, buy out Nintendo. Um, you think they could be bought out? F- yes. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, Nintendo's big. But they're not so big that some of the big, but big who guys... who the fuck who would buy out Nintendo? If they look at the market and they go, oh, here, I'll give you a couple of people, all right? Tencent. Okay. That's definitely one. Could do it. Microsoft has the money for it. Apple is, an, uh, I think, a high-priority target for that. Would Nintendo ever sell, though? Like, Well, they're a publicly traded company. That's why it's a hostile takeover. You don't always have an option. That's why you have to have stuff in place like Ubisoft, where they were putting on like these massive internal efforts to make it so that they couldn't get 51% bought yeah, out yeah. and lose the company control. That's what it's about. So yeah. Nintendo's publicly traded. They're not private. So it's not a question of would they, because it's not like they're going out there and actively going, buy our shit! Yeah. It's somebody comes in and goes, I like Nintendo. I would like to own it now. And there are more and more companies on this on on the you know that have on a list in this world right now in the tech sector that are swimming Disney in money Disney, <laughs> fuck it. Like Apple and Nintendo already have a relationship in that Nintendo went in with them for their mobile games, right? Remember mm-hmm. Mario Run and all this mm-hmm. other shit that was mm-hmm. like Apple exclusive shit mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, working alongside of them with that, so there's already a partnership there, and Apple definitely has. I the money. could definitely if there's one company I could see that it would <clears throat> actually make sense. Yeah. It would be Apple, yeah. Just because of the fact that because of the mobile stuff, 
Um, it just makes sense. And I, even branding wise, I think their brands are very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think synonymous is the word I'm looking for. Maybe. No, not synonymous, but there's, uh, there is synergy there. There is synergy there. Their, 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 their brands or how they do business is not, in terms of how they pr- show their products to the, is, is not like wildly, it's different, but it's not dissimilar. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and Disney. Yes. Disney, I, I mean that. Disney is definitely Disney also makes is, sense. Disney would be the, probably the one that makes the most sense, but I mean, fuck, Disney just bought out fucking Fox and. Yeah, I mean Disney's going to own uh, uh, what you call it here soon, Hulu, and uh, they just Hulu and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's just fuck. D- Disney just literally bought the world. I think Disney and Apple are the two front runners in that group. Yeah, Tencent is always there because I, they just have I, endless money. They have the money, but I don't. I don't see them buying it. Yeah, personally. Yeah, but uh, Nintendo for Disney makes a lot of sense, especially with their theme parks and everything else. Like they could make Disney could make some serious fucking money off not only theme parks. Uh, branding, oh, just the licensing, just the licensing alone. Movies, animated shows. They got their Disney Plus yeah. coming. I mean, the amount of stuff with the with the properties. I mean, you even just take a look at Zelda. Yeah, and they they could literally make Zelda a real live action movie Disney style. And the amount of money that they would be making off the Dude, property have, in and itself. Have Nintendo themed rides at Disney parks yeah. would be be nuts. Fucking be fucking nuts. insane. Yes, Nintendo Land. That's what it literally be it, and it would be fucking people would be going down those tubes in Mario. Yes. Be, like, doot, 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 be like you'd be in, you'd be enough. I be, want it now. Yes, I, I actually I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the more it now. you talk about it, you're talking yourself into it. I want it. I want to see I think it. Now. Fucking could make the goddamn Avengers of Nintendo. Yes, for Christ's sake, if they really wanted to, they, they could do whatever the fuck they want. They're Disney. Yep, people would go there, give them their money. Yep. Ah, damn. Give me that Nintendo Land theme park. Give me it. You call it Super Mario World. It's a lot of win there. It's possible. But that's anyway, a, that's the thing. It's, it's unlikely to happen, though. Uh, like Nintendo is, it definitely has measures in place that they would take, and I don't think anyone's really hard looking at them right now. Apple's tied up in their own game shit right now, trying to do their streaming. It'd be so weird for an American company service to, to, to like own buy that Nintendo, up. Yeah. bro. It would just be fucking... Yeah. They probably end up fucking ruining the goddamn company. Probably. Honest to God, probably probably end up hating. And I it. think Nintendo knows that, so they'd yeah. go through great lengths probably to stop it oh, if they yeah. could. Yeah. Um. What else we got here? Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, just to let's see here. Uh, Take Two CEO not ruling out subscription models for the gaming industry, but still doesn't think it will be as big of a swing uh, in this industry as it was for say music. Uh, feels that gamers would rather play a few games a month than than paying monthly to have infinite number of games to choose from. Well, it's true. Uh, he doesn't mean necessarily buying three, five games a month, that's too expensive, but just playing, sitting down and focusing on a few. I think he's right. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's be real. I, and, and you, maybe, maybe you have a different point on this. I think most gamers are playing one or two games a month. That's the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are the casuals that aren't big gamers that if a game comes out they think looks cool, they're going to go to EB or wherever and, and buy it or go on the online store and buy it and play it. But I think the vast majority of gamers out there, they and, and just even the way games are designed, they're quite literally, and, and it's been like this now for years, we're being bred 
to play one game only. I'm not even just saying. Service. Yeah, I'm not even service. just saying this as a streamer that no. has to play one. No, game. it's just uh, that's as, just what it is. That's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, because the games of services now. That's it. So I mean, you're, you're you're bred to play one or two. That's it, and it, you don't have time for others. In fact, you're you're almost bred to hate others. Yeah, it's like a fucking war. Yeah, uh, and who's gonna get what time? So no, uh, I don't care about having the the luxury of 200 games in my catalog. Guess what? I'm not playing 199 of them ever. It's the illusion of cho- of having so much choice, right? It's like oh, it's the I'm illusion paying, of a deal. I'm paying yeah, fifteen twenty dollars a month. Yeah, but I get to play like any game I want whenever. Yes, uh, and so it's a deal, right? But at the end of the day, if you're only playing a couple, then you're really you're you're not you're not up. No, you're not up. No, at that point, it, it's 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 pointless. It's the guy's right. Yeah. Conversely, EA says. <laughs> EA's boss says traditional game release methods don't work anymore, uh, and that they're talking. But but and this is the weird part about this that they when they were talking about this is that and this was in regards to Anthem, right? Is that they're talking about how traditional game releases don't methods don't work anymore. Then they went on to basically just talk about marketing, mm. not about the quality of the game or the development of the game because they don't make quality. Show, that's why. Uh, but the marketing of it. So they're they're talking about how the drip fed uh, drip fed marketing. So basically. Releasing little tidbits leading all the way up to the release of the game to build up hype and then the game launches. Mm-hmm. They said that doesn't work anymore. Really? Because I'm seeing Borderlands doing a pretty fucking good job at that right now. Um, but yeah, it just sounds like they're talking more or they're more concerned with the marketing strategy than they are about the actual quality of the game and how the game is produced and Dude. what the game is. So it doesn't the mar- the marketing will handle itself at, at a point. The internet the does it for do you. It for you. The people do yes. it. If you just make a game uh, like look what happened. You made a you made a and it wasn't for the fault of your developers. You just you fucked it up. Anthem got yes. fucked yes. By, by EA. Yeah. Uh, and the heads of Bioware. The you produce a shit video game. The internet didn't need a bunch of marketing to remind them that your video game was shit and then to spread it around that your game was shit. Yeah. Subsequently ruining your sales of said shit video game. That's what happens. You make a good video game, everyone talks about it, and then they buy your fucking video game. That's it. So stop worrying about your drip-fed, fucking force-fed, upsized, fucking supersized McDonald's fries, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Stop worrying about that shit. Make a goddamn video game that doesn't suck dick, and you're going to see wondrous things. Mm -hmm. In fact, your opinion on marketing is probably going to change because you're going to go, well, shit, it does work. (laughs) We just needed to make a game that didn't suck dick, and it sells. What a shocking fucking development that is. Yeah. And then uh, alongside of that, EA uh, is further scaling back their E3 presence this year. So we don't have to watch (laughs) FIFA, the conference, because they're not holding a conference this year. Fuck them. They have one streaming day, and that's it. No press conference, no nothing. So we don't have to watch a bunch of people. We don't have to watch them like trying to haul Pele up on stage. They got nothing for us. No. They got nothing for us, They got nothing. EA's dead. They got nothing for us. Well, they're not dead, but right now they have nothing. that They they, literally got nothing. nothing. What are you going to show? Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Show it. What do you got? Nothing. It's not Anthem. You got nothing. Apex is dead in the water right now. It's over. You got nothing. Make make good games again. That's it. That's all. That's all you got. You got the option of one more shot, and then that's it. You got nothing. So, rip the dream. It's crazy, man. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and then oh, the last piece before we're done with the gaming news this week, Mister Black. The Final Fantasy VII mm. uh, remake got yes. another trailer. 
Yes. And by that I mean more CGI where we didn't see any gameplay. Uh, I thought there was. I thought there was a little bit. Uh, with the battle, sec- uh, battle sequences. Uh, sequences. Yeah, mi- minimal. Minimal. Yeah. Enough that I still don't really know what the fuck is going on in this game. Mm. Uh, what I do know is that the voice acting was mediocre as fuck. Mm. Uh, Cloud sounds like a fucking vagina with 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 a vocal cords, uh, and it looks like every other Square Enix game in the last fucking ten years. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have the opposite take. You here. liked how it looked. I enjoyed it. I mean, it looked good. I I I actually I actually thought. All right, this is what it did for me. I didn't give a fuck because yes. the all the problems that they had. Yes. It's been, you know, this is gonna be an episode, it's gonna be episodic, yada yada yada. I my my interest was gone. In fact, if they came out and said it got cancelled, I wouldn't lose any sleep. Mm. Give a fuck. Yeah. I wouldn't care. Be like, no. <laughs> I don't probably good. Yeah, good thing. And then I saw <laughs> this and I wasn't mad. Because I want it to look like what we're getting in 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. Except I wanted it to be Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate my Barrett. I didn't hate the battle sequences. Barrett need to be that fucking urban? He was very urban. They turned the dial up on that a little bit. They Michael Bayed that uh, just a. And you know the only thing, the only reason that really bothered me even a little bit, other than the fact that I think it's a little played out, that Japanese games can't have a fucking black guy that doesn't sound like that, is that if you listen to the if you listen to the Japanese voiceover, yeah, that's not that's no. not their it's not even their original vision no. of Barrett. But I think that's part of the culture. As it's well. like for North America, they want to hear an urban black guy. Well, He's yeah, gonna but, sound like Mr. T. But I think that's but I think that's their that's I think that's what they think we want. Right? Well, yes, that's what I mean. Because but that's it, just... I don't think they're doing it uh, maliciously or like, oh, ha, ha. No, you know? obviously I not. I just think that that's what they... they I'm just getting tired you of know, it. Like, because I'd given that excuse 20 years ago. You know what, though? Here's the thing. Yes and no. Yes, if the game was coming out today and they had a black character and they did that shit, the closest that they did was Final Fantasy thirteen with uh, Afro Dude, yes. right? But he was not Saz. as... Ur- he says Saz was not as urban. Was not as urban. So I'm okay with that. He was urban enough that we knew yes. he was he was black. Yes. Uh or or was urban. Yes. You know, because black people can sound like me. I don't I, I'm not like yeah, Keith unless Urban. I'm like, uh, like Keith Urban. <laughs> but the reason why it's okay here is because the original Barrett was like that. And yes. if, yeah. if they had changed it yep. into a sass, I'd go, What the actual living fuck did you do to my black Barrett? Because he doesn't seem as black anymore. He's a big black dude yeah. with a fucking gun yes. uh, uh, as an arm. Yes. I want to hear some motherfucking urban. I'm going to be honest with you. I want to hear a motherfucker that looks yeah. like he's going to stab you, take your wallet, I just fuck your white bitch, so there's and call it a day. So I guess for me, there's different types of urban, right? <laughs> okay. okay, Adam, let me okay. let me know your tip. Different, different types of urban. Okay. As a white guy, there's different types of urban, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, there's... There's your, I'll categorize this for you. So there is your, uh, uh, your Mr. T, Urban, mm-hmm. your, um... Which is pretty much what Barrett is. Your, your, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Urban. <laughs> uh, and then there's, like, your, uh, but then there's, like, 
there, there's urban that you're still you can still use like the same language. Yeah. But the delivery the isn't so fucking yeah. urban. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that so. Like in the original Final Fantasy VII, there wasn't really much voice acting for Barrett, right, no, uh, or no. anything. And he, but the the way it read, yeah, um, you know, it was urban. He was urban. But but I always in my head when I played the games when I was a kid, I didn't have Mister T in my head. Mm. I I had like, he's still now. cursing and swearing and whatever the fuck else, and he's being her. But he's but I always thought because he was he like he was uh, I always felt more intelligent than that mm. because he was really the head. Of that group, mm-hmm. he had the head on his shoulders, a little mm-hmm. hot headed, but he was really, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the and so I I had him more of like a uh, a little calm, cool, and collected badass mm-hmm. than a Mister T Samuel L Jackson. I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes and this motherfucking plane urban. Mm. Uh, I don't really care so much that it's going to ruin my experience to play this game. Yeah. I haven't even decided if I'm going to buy this thing because if they're going to have like seven fucking episodes of I, this, I think it's going to be four. That'd that's, be my guess. I know, at sixty bucks a pop, probably. <laughs> um, you know, and, and then the gameplay that they show. So, so the CGI always looks good. Square Enix has done good CGI since the beginning of time. That's not surprising me. It's not changing my life. It's not making me want the game anymore or any less. The voice acting. I've seen some people like Cloud. I didn't like it all that much. I didn't mind it. Uh, but you when know, when I heard him, I, I wasn't cringing. It is, I wasn't, no, it is. You know. It is what it is. It's whatever. I'm, I'm not even about the voice acting. I'm about the fucking gameplay. Mm-hmm. I'm about the game. Mm-hmm. I'm and and I I don't think I think I'm already ruined for it because I have already decided that I'm not going to like the combat in this game mm-hmm. because I've played Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. I know where Square Enix wants to take their combat system. Yeah. And I know that while they have an idea in their head, they just can't seem to fucking get the rest. Is of the it way weird there. that I didn't hate? Final Fantasy 13 battle system? I like 13 more than 15. Mm -hmm. 13 had more, had just enough uh, linearity in it. Yeah. In the combat section that 15 lacked that helped it because um, they, when they, when they did 15, they, they, they opened it up so much that it poked holes in uh, that style of combat that they didn't, they didn't have the you know, they couldn't fill them, so it, the combat kind of broke itself a bit in fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in thirteen, as as you know, w- w- fucking whatever as the combat was, um, it it bridged the gap for them where they obviously want a cinematic battle. Yes. That's what they're going for, yes. right? Uh, and they want to be able to have it as fluid as possible, so it feels like you're still involved, yeah. but still allowing for you know set camera angles to make it look epic and all this other shit. And then in fifteen. Uh, when they when they kind of released the the constraints a bit there, it fucking fell it fucking fell apart. Where all you did was like charge attacks over and over again to win the battle and get the fuck out, beat the last boss doing nothing but charge attacks. Mm-hmm. Because if you you could you could you could try and get good at the combat mm. to then experience the epicness of like switching your weapons constantly and fucking fuck using that. all this shit. Charge. No, you what do you what do players do? They go for efficiency. They find yeah. something that works as best as possible and they fucking go through. And in thirteen, that was whatever. Because the system worked in that linear environment better. Mm-hmm. So if it was closer to 13, I'd be more comfortable than if it was closer to 15. 15. Um, but we'll, we'll never be able to tell until we see a lot more specific gameplay. Um, uh, but obviously, we're not worried about how it's going to look visually. It's going to look gonna fucking look good. good. Yeah. It's going to sound good. The soundtrack's going to be dope because Nobu- Nobu Umatsu is a fucking goddamn legend. Shit's fire. Voice acting, some people will like it. Some people won't. It'll be all over the place. I'm probably not all that concerned about it personally. I'm concerned about the gameplay 
I'm concerned about how many fucking episodes we're going to get and how much money they're going to want. That's my biggest for this fucking game. Yeah, Uh, and that's pretty much it. Oh, and my last concern is how much they're going to fuck with the story. and shit. They're going to change things. The director's cut, right? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, because I feel like we're going to lose things like the cross-dressing segment. That Cloud has, you know, when you're dressing up as the girl and everything and stuff like... Yeah. They're not going to want to ruffle like, feathers. Yeah. In the West. Yeah. yeah. And this is the company that will still... Or the country that still puts out, like, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, where you just basically take snapshots of, of fucking Japanese vagina for, for fun. And, oh, by the way, there's a pretty dope volleyball game attached to it. Yeah. Uh, where over here, it's like, you know, can't get it because the West just can't handle the titties. You just can't. That is what it is. Listen, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, I actually just, I actually didn't dislike it. It, it got me. It did what a trailer is supposed to do. It got me excited, um, or more excited than what I was. I'm not so like, oh my god, I can't fucking wait, man. I wish it came out tomorrow. But it got me wanting to buy the game, and uh, I'm intrigued to see what it has. Now, listen, I'm a Final Fantasy VII fanboy. Yeah, you know that's just who I am. I mean, I love me some Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I'm a. Final I also Fantasy love VII. my money and two hundred and forty dollars for a fucking video game. That's a lot. It's deep. That's that's a lot. And you know what? Honestly, if the if the video game is incredible, if they give me what it was, but in a, in a 2019 or 2020 version, I'm willing to pay the 240 bucks. But the thing is, is it I, better be fucking. It better be. It better perfect. be. It better be pretty damn close to perfect. <laughs> and another thing is, I better be able to fucking buy every episode. The same fucking day, because if these motherfuckers, oh, if these motherfuckers like expect me to fucking play twenty hours of a game, and then wait another six months to a year before I can continue, and then you're gonna, you're, this is gonna be like fucking Game of Thrones, where I'm gonna watch a season, and I'm and I'm gonna be invested, and now you're gonna make me wait to continue the story. It's actually worse than that. That's not even a good analogy. It's like it's like. Watching, going to the movie theater, paying $40 to get in the movie theater for you and your girlfriend, and then you're watching The Avengers, and then just before the battle sequence, yeah. they cut it off and say, we'll see you in six months or a year yeah. where you can finish it. Oh, by the way, it's going to cost you another ticket. That's what that, that's literally what this is. And that pisses me off, right? Where are the breaking points of Final Fantasy VII to turn it into episodes? It, if there's four. The discs. Where do you even make It's the disc. The disc. So think about think about it in the disc. Yeah, okay. Right? When because there there are big moments that happen yep. in the game. Yep. And then it, it piles down. Yep. Uh sometimes I, there's a big climax and then the disc kind of ends. Insert disc two. Yeah. Or yeah. insert disc three. Yeah. I think that's what we're gonna get. I think it's gonna go by literally the discs. And it's going to be a minimum of three parts. Could be four. My guess it will be three at sixty bucks a pop. That's my guess. Fuck. If it's four, I'm gonna I'll lose my goddamn mind because if they come out with a once a year, that's a four year commitment to play one game. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I can't get invested. I can't stay invested and get excited about something if I'm in the middle of playing it and I'm enjoying it. And I have a fucking imagine if the game's really good and I'm having a good time. I'm having a blast. I paid sixty bucks. And I play it for 20 hours, and I'm fucking just enjoying the story. I finish the big segment, and then it's like, you know, to be continued. You know what kind of makes it worse is that you already know what the next part is. And you is. already know what the next part is, unless they're fucking with the story immensely. Yeah. And the only way that works is if the new story is good, and it's like, I want more. But the odds, 
Dude, the odds of the game. I want you to try and remember the story writing that we've got yeah, in Final no, Fantasy for a while now. No, it's not. The, if they <laughs> fuck with the story, they're going to fuck with the game. Don't do and it. And that's the show. Don't Having, fuck it. Maybe, maybe throwing in a new character here and there to spice things up or changing some of the interactions in the town, having some side quests that they could add to the story, but leave the main story right where it needs to be and just maybe add some side things, I'm totally fine with. But I cannot for the yeah yeah Final Fantasy Seven's three discs. I cannot. Uh, I think I have Final Fantasy Seven right down there. I, I think it's three discs, right? Three discs for Final Fantasy um, Seven. I'm almost certain. I'm almost positive uh, it's three discs. I think I have a black label down there somewhere. I think I actually have the uh, greatest hits and the black. It might be on the very bottom. It's where a lot of my JRPGs are. I'm almost certain it's just three discs for that one. Uh, it's it's there somewhere, but anyway, don't worry about it. Either way, it's, either it's way, be expensive. I yeah. can tell you right now, you're not paying fifty nine ninety nine for it. Oh no, no, not for the whole game. No, 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 no. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's going to uh, it's going to yeah, fuck you. You up. know what? Hey, if they come up with the game, and they have all three parts ready to go. Uh, that's right. Three Final Fantasy eight is four. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Thank you. Um, then I'm down. You don't get. You want to make it sixty bucks? If I if they if, if they have a thing where it's like, hey, you're you're looking at anywhere's up to forty fifty hours per per disc or per download, <laughs> and it's sixty bucks. I'm okay with it. If they're giving me all three, I will drop the hundred and eighty. Because and they and they need to do this because if they don't listen to this, they're gonna fuck themselves. Not only are people gonna get angry and not buy the shit, okay, but if the game sucks or there's or there's shit that's fucked up with it, they're gonna buy the first disc, but they ain't gonna buy disc number two or number three. So if they need to do this, they need to come out with all three downloads day one so that I can buy it as a bundle day one. Make it happen. I'll spend the hundred and eighty bucks, and I'll hate myself for it. But here's the thing: if they release it all on day one, you can't release three parts for sixty bucks a pop in one day because nobody's going to buy it. You have to spread that shit Fuck. out. You have what to. They, you have what, no choice. Every three months. I think it's once a year. No, there's. I'm out. I'm not doing it. I'll I think play it's once it. A year. I'll play it after fucking three years. You're lucky if it's every six months. There's no way you can't not. You can't release once a year. You can't do it. Well, look, look. My my biggest thing is about this has always been the case is that for years people asked for it and all people wanted was updated graphics and remaster the the, the soundtrack. They also want to play it. That's it. Well, yeah, that, and, yeah. And, and when right. they want to play it, but that's 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 it. They didn't want they didn't want you to come in, and 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 they always and Square Enix always said, look, it's too expensive, take too much time. You know what? We always say it's a risk, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Risk if they and do then, it right. And then they finally decide to do it, and what do they do? They take a project that was already going to be, they already said was going to be complicated, and made it 58,000 times more complicated. Yeah. Because just give me the graphics we just saw in that trailer. Mm. And give me Final Fantasy VII. And give me Final Fantasy VII, done. ATB system. I don't need free roaming goddamn combat. No. So that your, your fucking, your level editors and your programmers now have to do all the all of the areas of the game that used to just be 2D. Yeah. In a three-dimensional fucking space, so you literally have to recreate everything and then some that didn't exist before, dude. And then 
you're going to tell me that this is a director's cut where we're going to fuck with everything uh, in the game to like change it up. All you're doing is adding to, and then you're yeah. going to put it in mul- multiple parts. You're you're literally Adam, adding. They're going to fuck the game. They're Adam, adding. They're going to fuck the game, Adam. To you're, where people are going to go. You're going to make me hate it again. I got excited because it's tra- shit. Fuck. It's Square Enix. Fuck, Adam. I got excited it's from the damn shit. trailer. You're ruining it for me. I'm starting to hate I'm it again. I'm sorry. I have to have somebody hate it with me. Fuck. People are getting excited because of this trailer. They're going to get fucking flu-seed. Fuck. Swoondled. <laughs> Fuck. Baiting goddamn switch. You're starting to hate. You're starting to make me hate it again, Adam. I was enjoying it. I watched they're it ten doing, times. They're doing. They're taking everything that they said was was already going to be difficult and expensive and a fucking risk, and they multiply it tenfold. And then they're doing things with the game that are going to make an increased chance that people are going to hate it. I know. Adam. And then they're going to say, "See, we told you we shouldn't have remade Final Fantasy VII," and I'm going to say, "Fuck you," because all you had to do was do the graphics. And to the fucking dope soundtrack and re-orchestral shit that Nobuo Uematsu's already done. And give me ATB, you don't need to just redo it in 2D. In today, HD, done. Yeah. That's all you had to do. Yeah. Sell it in one disc so that it isn't so much work that you have to pay fucking $9,000 to recoup the costs. Because you also didn't want to do it yourself. So you outsourced it, and then two years deep, <laughs> you, get you have to re- erase all of their shit because it sucked dick. Fuck, And start Adam. all over again. You just ruined it for me. Adam, thank you. It's fucked. It is. Because Square Enix is fucking stupid. Fuck. And they have been for a decade. Fuck. This is the company that went all in on a fucking game director who had a hard-on for his own character to the point that by the third game, you were playing waifu dress simulator... And it sold progressively less copies until 13.3 barely cracked a million. Final Fantasy sold almost less than a million copies. Globally. And it was on every console. They're shit. That Final Fantasy 15 sold pretty well, though. I'm with you, man. Now I hate it again, dude. Thank you. You're welcome. Now I hate it I again. I need somebody else to suffer with me. Fucking hell. Once a year is not going to work. It needs to be bare minimum uh, at most once a quarter. It, it, because, if it, because if it's not, I, I can't buy it. I can't. I have to at least wait. You know what? Until- somebody called this out, and you're not wrong, Jonathan. I have said that exact dialogue about this remake 15 times, and I'm going to keep saying it because it's going to fucking come into reality. Mm. This is Square Enix setting themselves up for failure. Yeah. It's the company that forever keeps saying, we don't know what the West wants. And everyone tells them what they want. And then they go, huh? What? I can't. I'm hard of. I'm hard of. Here's Final Fantasy 13 2. It's Pokemon. And it sells like no fucking copies. They go, well, shit. Maybe they wanted to dress up lightning in like 78 costumes. Actually, no. That was just the director wanting to jerk off at night to do lightning. Let's put her on the runway in Japan, haute couture fashion with lightning. <laughs> All right. Well. Hey, Jeff, you want the Backstreet Boys in Final Fantasy form? No. I got that for you. I, d- I actually don't. Would you like me to try to sell you Coleman camping gear and American Express <laughs> credit cards? Cup Noodle, by the way. An entire fucking side quest specific 
to a brand in Final Fantasy. Oh, we're going to also party with, uh, partner with Audi to create a vehicle because fuck it. Well, who cares about money? And then we're going to spend a whole bunch of money on an anime and a movie that are two things that were kind of integral because when we came up with the game, we didn't put any of the story in it. Oops. And then we almost bankrupt the company to the point where we had to fold it and start something else up because it spent too much money on Final Fantasy XV, which, just in case you forgot, was actually originally <laughs> another Final Fantasy XIII game. Uh, so if you had any hopes for Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm sorry to shatter your dreams. They're dead. The odds they're dead. are very fucking slim. Yeah, they're dead. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm fucking the most wrong no, you're not imaginably. Wrong. You're not wrong this time, Adam. I hope I'm you're super not, wrong. You're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong, bro. It's going to fail even just because of the episodes. It's going to be bad. It's going to be It's going to be really bad. It's going to be really bad. Thank you for the uh, super chat. And what's next, Adam? Let's let's move on to uh, movies and TV. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, make sure to head on over to Patreon. Link is underneath. Patreon.com slash lag TV. That's L-A-G-T-V. We are just over 3,000. We are on our way to 3,500. And when we do, we've got more content from you because, well... Why not? That's pretty much it. Because we can afford to do it. Yes. That's how it works. That's how that's how she works. Big thank you to everybody that's supporting the podcast. If you're enjoying, make sure to hit that like button mm. and algorithm it up. And of course, don't forget, if you can't watch the whole thing, we now have a clips channel. That's right. Link is in the description of this YouTube video. It's called Lag TV 2. And right. it's called uh, uh, Technical Alpha Patch Notes, mm. where every day, just about, you're going to get a new video, almost. almost every day, like five days a week, you get a new video at 10 p.m. Eastern uh, of a segment from uh, the previous podcast. That's right. It's a place to be. So, lots of lots of uh, of stuff to talk about, which I guess we'll boil it down to... I, I I know we're going to end up talking about Game of Thrones. We'll save that Obviously, for the end. That's always that's always the end. Did you have anything in particular? James Wan, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. I didn't hear this. He's apparently part of the new Mortal Kombat project. Okay, now is he directing or is he writing, I producing? Re- I, I can't remember, but there I uh, but he is. It was him and one other guy were the two names, and the other guy was making like his. Uh, I think the other guy was supposed to be the director, so I don't know if Juan is like a producer or what. Yeah. But his name—all I need to know was his name was on it because mm. if they're going to do a Mortal Kombat movie, at least mm. get somebody's name on there that I give a fuck about. Mm. I can fuck with another Mortal Kombat movie. I could fucks with if a James if James, if James Wan has, has a has a, a say in what's going on. Yeah, I fucks with that. Yeah, I fucks with that. Absolutely, that's exciting. Yeah, so I, that was I, I, I did not I did not hear about that. Read that yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, the other thing I had here. Uh, the um, Tolkien. So, who wrote Lord of the Rings? Yeah, biopic supposed to be coming up. Uh, I guess even this year for Netflix. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it's Netflix or what's a movie of some kind. I don't know oh, where it's landing. Oh, okay. Uh, although it's probably easy to find that information out. So, as it turns out, Tolkien's estate, so his family and whatever else, uh, did not give the okay for this movie. Ooh. They came out to say they don't. They didn't, and that they don't endorse it. They're not trying, taking legal action to stop it, but they're just saying, hey, uh, we didn't okay this. We were not involved in this in literally any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't endorse this movie whatsoever. And the statement said specifically, the family of J.R.R. Tolkien and the Tolkien Estates 
are aware of the Fox Searchlight motion picture uh, entitled Tolkien uh, that is due for release in May. Oh, so this shit's coming like this week. <laughs> uh, the family and estate wish to <laughs> make clear that they did not approve of, authorize, or participate in the making of this film, and they do not endorse it uh, or its content in any way. And that's apparently relatively important. Obviously, it's the estate. That's a If you're going to do a biopic and you don't involve the estate, how good is your biopic going to be? And then the second part of this is apparently uh, they completely nixed and do not discuss whatsoever his religious views in the entire movie, which were a, a massive massive part of his... Yeah, so it's already starting to sound like dog shit <laughs> and something I'm not going to watch. If I'm just going to be, yeah, yes. be straight... If it was done, if it was with the estate and everything involved, be a little I'd, different. I'd fuck with a, yeah. with a total... I'm down to learn about the guy. Yeah. But, I mean, this is the dude who wrote the goddamn Lord of the Rings for shit. That's... Yeah. That's, uh... Sounds like dog shit. Sounds bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, it's also, it's, it's Fox. So... Dog shit. That's not helping its situation it's either. Shit. It's gonna be dog shit. Uh, so I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's probably gonna be bad. And, uh... If Never the estate, know. If the, if the estate doesn't endorse it, I don't know how much I would want to watch it. Um... Game of Thrones, but not Game of Thrones related. Star Wars. D&D, Star Wars. Okay, so there's two, <laughs> it's two things that come to mind when I think about this, okay? One is that uh, not just the Star Wars, but the spinoff shows mm-hmm. for Game of Thrones. Yes. That we know there are many of. Well, there are, uh, they've actually started filming the first one. Is it like three or four of these three, things? Three of them as of right now. I right. think they had ideas for five, but they greenlit three and, and started filming, I think, in Scotland like yes. a week ago. So here's here's the deal. After this last season that we're getting right now, mm-hmm. what hope does anyone have mm. for the writing of these spin-off shows? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll let you have your hot take if you want to go on a rant about it. I have no rant. I'm just tossing that out there All because right. for me, after seeing what happens when they have very little subject matter in which to use as a board to leap off of Mm -hmm. and they're just above the seat of their pants Mm -hmm. we're not seeing particularly strong writing Mm -hmm. and so unless they're wildly different writers with fresh hot takes Mm -hmm. uh and something called skill Mm -hmm. i'm already pretty much checked out Mm -hmm. of all of these Mm spinoffs And I'm not. I'm not going to be screaming mm-hmm. and yelling about it. Mm-hmm. I actually, mm-hmm. the quality of writing in this last season mm-hmm. has been embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Shit that you'd see on daytime television, Ooh, I don't with know a massive budget from a writing perspective, Oof. not visually. And by the way, the soundtrack in this uh, this last season is fucking goddamn fire. Yeah. If there's one thing holding this show up by the seat of his fucking pants, it's a couple of dope shots, mm-hmm. and the soundtrack is bang on every single time everything else it's rough that's my take all right first off uh demis 109 with 50 ars i actually don't know what ars is i don't even know what kind of currency that is no idea i'll take it i'll take i'll I'll take take whatever whatever that is whatever that is we thank you for your ars um argentina shout outs to argentina all right. All right. I'm going to be... I'm Okay. Where do I start? So for those that don't know, the writers 
of Game of Thrones, D&D, they have been brought on by Disney, Kathleen Kennedy, to write <laughs> the next trilogy yes. for Star Wars. Yes. There is good that came out of this. Mm-hmm. What is the good? Ryan Johnson, uh-huh. his trilogy yes. is not going to be that trilogy. It's the switcheroo. Yes. But Ryan Johnson did come out and say mm-hmm. he's still working on okay. Star Wars. What people are thinking is this. Either because D&D are not directors, the right. writers. Yes. They're not going to direct these movies. I'm going to put writers in quotation marks. Okay. They're, they're writers. Um, I think what's going to happen, I think what Disney's doing mm-hmm. is they're getting away from Ryan Johnson to some degree because mm-hmm. they don't, if they, they announce a new trilogy right now yeah, and they say it's Ryan Johnson trilogy, it's not the fans well. are going to lose their fucking minds. That'd be a bad move. Period. They're going to lose their minds. Yeah. And Star Wars is now just starting to get in some good grace again. People are getting excited for episode nine. JJ's back. The Mandalorian shows and all these other shows that are coming on the Disney Plus. People are getting excited for it. There's a lot of buzz going around. They mm. got some really big talent. Mm. Um, hell, even the the Star Wars game mm. that they came out, people are getting excited about that. I think people just hate Star Wars and they get excited again for the hope that it's going to get good again. That's what that's what it is. Every time something else comes up, it's called a new hope. That's what that's literally that's literally it. <laughs> um, so basically, this is what I think about D and D on Star Wars. They're doing an old Republic now. We don't know. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, uh, how far back it goes. If it's going to be a thousand years back, three thousand years back. We, old Republic is a long timeline. Yeah, we we don't know. We don't know. We don't know how far, what what period or whatever. But they are doing an old Republic, and it is going to be very. I hate to say it, Games of Thronesy. You know, lots of dialogue, lots of character development. Well, lots of, will it be lots of dialogue? W- okay. Here we go. This is this is this is this is where I agree with what you're saying, mm-hmm. and then I also, and I'll, I'm, I'm not, not trying to be dis- overly cynical. I'm just based on what we've seen from them when they don't when they aren't working with martin's dialogue yeah how much dialogue we're actually getting yeah i think i think what the problem was with game of thrones and i don't want to talk too much about game of thrones because we're going to talk about game of thrones yeah is just in generalities is i mean you look you've got you've got george rr here um why 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 doesn't disney hire george rr why don't why, you know why, why don't they throw a bunch of money at george and say hey come write us some some uh he can't even sp- finish his own shit uh, right now. that's true <laughs> the reality of it is is this I think what happened with Game of Thrones is they they the writers wanted to walk away from it. I think the I think the uh I think Disney approached D&D a while ago. I think uh D because HBO actually asked D&D to have Game of Thrones go 10 seasons. HBO did not want Game of Thrones to end. No. For obvious reasons. No. I mean, well, holy fuck. Well, George, George himself in an interview said he, even he wanted, wanted 10, 10. Right? HBO, HBO wanted check. Yes, they literally they literally went to D&D and they said, we'll pay you more. What do you want? They wanted to be done with the show. They wanted six seasons. Yes. Yes. And then they split the difference and got to eight. Yes. They want to be done with it. Yeah. Right? There's no there's no doubt in that. This the main last, line. They want the to get main, on to their, their spinoffs. That's it. Yeah. They want to get on to do more work. They're they're over this. You can tell it by how rushed the season is. 
Um, I still think for what take this for what you want. Right. I still think D and D is going to write a better Star Wars mm-hmm. than what we have had. Sure. Since the originals, I sure. just do. Okay. You you I mean you look you look at episode seven which I liked mm-hmm. uh, which is basically a New Hope two point right yeah JJ took no risks with that just made a good Star Wars movie basically copied the original and for the next generation which was a smart move right yeah and then eight was the gameplay didn't work out some for some it did for a lot it didn't either way the consensus was it was divided there was no consensus uh it, it was it was not what they wanted yeah. I think D&D will be able to write a more compelling, a more mature, a more risky, uh, but yet still have enough of the regular tropes for fan for fan pleasing uh, for 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 the Disney level uh, uh, production. I think in terms of writers, I think that they're on the on the right track. Would I have preferred them to write uh, a, a series for the Disney Plus? Yes. I don't know what they're going to be like for a for for an episodic epic uh, Star Wars, right? Because we've seen what they what they do when they're confined to an hour and a half, two hours. Who knows what they can do with you know with three hours to 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 to, to get a movie going? Mm. But I think I don't look at this as bad. Yes, I'm angry about Game of Thrones. Yes, I'm disappointed with Game of Thrones. But their directors or sorry writers have made problems in the past they they've they people have come back from it doesn't necessarily mean that star wars is going to be bad i think if they can can construct their own uh uh a fr- um um what am i looking for a franchise not franchise but a, a trilogy mm-hmm. i think if they can construct their own trilogy they know what they're doing from start to finish they don't have three different writers because i think that's a big problem with star wars is they have new writers and directors for each goddamn episode there's nothing you know, you, 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 JJ does something. Ryan comes in, and says, "No, no, no." He does something. Now JJ's got to come back and go. Oh my God! Now I got to take what he did and splice it all together. There hasn't been some sort of cohesive plan here from start to finish. I think when you get these two these two writers working together, they're going to write the whole trilogy. They get a good director to come in and do this, not Ryan Johnson. Not saying he's a bad director, but I think there's too much of an ego with Ryan Johnson. I think he just wants to do Ryan Johnson. I think you need a. I think you need a company man. It's going to come in, do the do the do the company thing, but do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think they can. I think they can get it done. And if you if you had even a J.J. Abrams, uh, 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 a James Wan, a fucking uh, Ryan Coogler, uh, uh, I mean, uh, fuck a Quentin Tarantino. I believe he's going to want to write his own shit, but uh, you know somebody that can take good material, add to it in a collaborative effort, because D and D they're writing at you know there are times where the writing is good, man. It's good shit. It's just we were used to having something so incredibly detailed, well thought out, and then. And then you're going to give it to the HBO train, who's also now going to make it more commercial because the show is bigger than ever. They get in big budget. They got to put money somewhere. HBO is promoting the fuck out of this thing like crazy. The main writer is no longer involved or very minimally involved. 
And now you got to take it and do your own thing. I think you start fresh. I think D&D is going to be a good a good thing for Star Wars. Because if what we look at what we're at now, if Star Wars came from George R.R. R. Martin, say this trilogy, 789, was written by George R.R. R. and it was some of the greatest things, or and then and then we want to do 10, 11, 12 by D&D, but George was no longer part of it. George R.R., R., not George Lucas, but George mm-hmm. R.R. R., George mm-hmm. R. Then I think, we, I think we'd see a decline in quality. But since we're going to start with, D, with D&D, and there isn't, and, and our starting point is Ryan Johnson, right? Is We only can go up, man. I mean. Well, okay. So Star Wars, from a writing perspective, has never been particularly complex. No. Right? No. So, um, so if, if the hope, if the hope with this new trilogy, with the old Republic or whatever, or this offshoot from the usual, whatever that Star Wars has been for decades. Yeah. Is to get something that's a little bit more thoughtful, yes. a little bit more dialogue, yes, character development heavy, yes, and a little less of the of the paint by numbers that yes. Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. Then you're right; it's not like there's a particularly large hurdle to get over top of of where the current benchmark is, yes. because the benchmark is basically the floor. Yes, they, you walk over the line. We're it's there painted, to see lightsabers painted on the floor. And nostalgia at this. You point. don't have a lot that you have to do to get up. Yes, right. Yes. So I agree with you. I, I agree with you there for sure. Is that is that and the odds and like, like I I jokingly said on Twitter when I found out about this that if you thought Ryan was bad, <laughs> wait for wait until they see what they do with this. And it's because it's 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 half tongue in cheek, but there's some reality to it because mm-hmm. for me, from a from the perspective of being professional, these guys have their hands on the biggest television show, arguably one of the most well-written up to a point yep. television shows oh, yeah. of all time. Yeah. And all they have to do is two seasons on their own to close it out and actually give a fuck. That's all for two fucking seasons because they got carried for six so for them to come in and just do a fucking hack job, which is what I'm going to call it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, oh well, you know, we mm-hmm. had some moments, some flashes in the pan, you know, whatever. It's been a hack job. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a really good visual representation. It was like seasons one through six. I it saw was, that the horse uh, uh, that with, with the stick. Well, there's uh, that. There's a couple of them. That's one of them for sure. <laughs> but the one also one that I liked was a uh, an image of uh, of like a maze. Mm-hmm. And a line was going all through it, and then and then all of a sudden it was like the last season, season seven and eight, and it was yeah. a line that just cut through the whole maze and went right to the finish line. Yeah, and that's where we're at, right? And some of that is because they just don't want to do it, and it's yeah. rushed. And yeah. some of it is just even though it's rushed, it's lazy, like yeah. fucking. Well, the quality of writing is just lazy. not. It's just not at George. It's just not at George R.R.'s level. But like. I'm not even comparing it to George. I'm, I'll compare it to the rest of HBO. Yeah. Think of the shit that's on HBO yeah. and compare it to the last two seasons of what we've had here it's, from a writing perspective. It's not great. It's not great. It's, it's, not, it's great. not great. And I so, think a lot of it too is the fact that we are absolutely in love with the property of Game of Thrones but I'm and not it hurts. That, but I'm not that in love with Game of Thrones. Personally. I like it. I, I can, from a, a standpoint, say that it is arguably the biggest television show of all time. 
uh, or at the very least, if it's not, I mean, there's some really massive shows, but from a writing and a and a, and a, a fucking budgetary, yeah. like every, it's, it's great huge. fantasy, man. It's, it's huge. It's great. It's super well done. Yeah. Uh, and it and so from that perspective, like I'm there, but I was not like a diehard, crazy head over heels. Mm. Game of Thrones uh, person. I just enjoyed it. I was along for the fucking ride. Mm. What it what this does is it doesn't instill in me any confidence for these two guys. What it tells me is that if at any point in time in their pro their process they fall out of love with what they're doing, yeah, it turns to shit, yeah, immediately. Yeah. There's no ramp off. It's just fuck it. I want to get this out of the way and move on to my next pet project. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Even if the pet project is in the same fucking universe, yeah. it's like, I'm getting tired of this. Yeah. I just want to get this out of the way. A lot of pressure, too. And, 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 and we just and run with you it. you know what? If they thought Game of Thrones was big, Star Wars is on another level. That's a whole different Star pressure. Star Wars is a whole different a, level of pressure. Star Wars, I mean, Game of Thrones is fucking huge. The scrutiny for Star, Star Wars. Wars is, you are dealing with motherfuckers. Mm. The fandom for Star Wars is no joke. Oh, you are, and not only that, you're dealing with a franchise right now that is seen better days. Uh, you got a lot of angry fans, and uh, it's all going to boil down to how well Episode Nine pans out. Because if it ends on a sour note, they're going to have an even harder time. Well, because exactly. people are going to be critical. If as you don't get all the first movie right, oh, the well, follow up to well, I mean well, Nightmare Fuel. That'll be that'll be the show. So, so I'm not. I'm, so that's not I'm not as upset about this because honestly, if they had stuck the landing for season eight. Everybody would be on fucking cloud nine well, for the exactly. fact that these but, motherfuckers, but they didn't. But they didn't. They didn't. Which dramatically changes. It does the viewpoint. It does. I mean, if they got announced for this a year ago, yeah. people would have been like, absolutely. Even though uh, uh, um, episode uh, season seven wasn't wasn't great. I mean, it had its mo. It, there was a few great. Ep- I mean. Compared, comparatively speaking to this season, season seven was amazing. Yeah, but I well, mean, yeah, yeah. from from a lot of the you know uh, some of the earlier seasons, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest. But people, I still think people would have been really excited. But the fact that since and and this honestly, episode three of season eight, uh, how dark it was. I mean, that wasn't the writer's fault, right? I mean, the, the directors. The no, but the writing was also terrible. But the writing was well. There wasn't much writing. I suppose. Yeah, the, I guess. Yeah, the writing. There was, was some bad. fucking goddamn yeah, there was some terrible. Dumb, yeah, writing. there was some terrible writing. Uh, yeah, like like really bad. Yeah, the director's just there to kind of yeah. put that writing Listen, on. Both of them were bad. Give on me, that D, one. give me D and D. Give me D and D for Star Wars, but mm-hmm. give me a great director, and a, give me a great director that can go in there and collaborate with them. Mm-hmm. Use D and D script, mm-hmm. make the changes where needed, and let the director do what their director does. That's all I ask for, and I think it will be great. I'm going into this in that I'm pleased it's not Ryan. Oh, I take D and D over Ryan. Right? Seven uh, days a week, but uh, I'm not even going to say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just, I'm just here waiting to see how it pans out mm. because uh, I really, I don't have much of a barometer for their. For 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 you know having faith in them to do justice to Star Wars, mm-hmm. I don't have a barometer for it anymore. And my mo- if my most recent interactions with them as writers is this, mm-hmm. uh, which which most people <clears throat> I would say would call this. Other than, you know, there's always pressure within your show is fucking popular, but f- that's why you're in the business getting paid big money anyway. Game of Thrones to have six seasons. And then just to close it out with two is a softball. 
It's a fucking softball. Yeah. As far as writing goes. It doesn't have to be as good as Martin. No. It just has to make sense. Yeah. In some way, shape. And I'm not talking about character turns or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'm just talking about... It's just about, rushed, man. I'm it's just, rushed. It's just it, rushed. If, if this season was 10 episodes long, I, and we... And we and inland, we'll talk about Game of Thrones, yeah. but... Uh, but that's where I'm and, at. Okay, cool. So that's where I'm you're, at. You're, you're, you're... Fuck them. I'm along I'm, for the ride. I'm... I'm, 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 I'm cautiously uh, optimistic. At this Let's point, that it's way. not Ryan... But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm at a, uh, at a point where I feel like those are. It's basically a trade where you're getting um, Ryan's version of bad, yeah, for D and D's version of bad. I want a Star Wars trilogy mm-hmm. with the same fucking writers and the same fucking director for three movies. For three movies, good or bad. That, that if by it's itself. bad, I want. I want consecutive, consistent bad. <laughs> I don't want great then bad. I hate this shit because it started good. Nothing makes sense. What the fuck? The tones, everything is different. If you're going to burn me, fucking burn me, burn me. Fucking burn me. If you're going to make me come, fucking make me come hard, right? <laughs> that's that's it. No middle ground. No middle ground. Don't fuck with me like that. No. Um all right. So before we get into Game of Thrones, yes. Want to talk about Netflix. Mm, Netflix. Cuz Netflix yes is in some doo-doo bud buds. Okay. The Disney Plus. Yes. Tracking Yes. To be both to be making. Lots of money. Endless amounts of cash. Lots and lots of money. They did a survey. Mm-hmm. Ton of people mm-hmm. that own Netflix. 28% of them said it's game over. We're in family feud right now. Survey said. Survey said 28% people mm. canceling their Netflix subscription the moment Disney comes out. That's, that's a bad look. Then there was another big percentage that said... They won't cancel because there are shows that they do enjoy, mm-hmm. but they're lowering the level of tier that they that have, they're on. that they're on, myself included. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't be paying for the 4K ultra shit, whatever yeah. I'm paying now. I'll go down to the basic because uh, I am going to buy the Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix is in scrambles right now. Disney, whole catalog just going right off, just gone. Which is a catalog that just keeps getting bigger. And bigger because they just keep buying, buying and, and buying. buying. Yes. That was the other thing. With the merger uh, or the buyout of Fox, uh, there's, they're about to lose fuck tons of other stuff. Uh, they're going to be they're gonna be running, they're going to be owning uh, Hulu. Yep. Um, which means they're all the rated R shows are rumored to go right on to Hulu. Yep. So Daredevil, the show, the, all the shows that got canceled. Well, they needed an outlet off of their they, main. They platform, can't put it on Disney. Right? They can't put it yeah. on Disney Plus. So all those R rated stuff, mm. all that shit is going is likely going to go on Hulu, uh, which means people are then going to want to get Hulu. We want to have Hulu. So people are looking at and they're and Disney's priced this to the point where you just can't. You can't not not own this for six ninety nine. You just can't not not own it. Now it's going to go up in price, but Disney has got like a huge catalog of shows, Marvel wise. Fucking uh, you name it, bro. the the amount of star the amount of Star Wars, the amount of of Marvel that you're getting on the Disney Plus. If you don't own it, well, you're gonna own it. I mean, you're gonna you're just gonna own it. You get their entire fucking goddamn catalog. So people. And Netflix right now, uh, Netflix don't know what the fuck's going on. Also, people are thinking that Disney, on top of that, mm-hmm. they're going to start offering more money 
for some of the exclusives that uh, Netflix has because there's like time periods that that's why things keep going off and on. Yeah, on of Netflix. course. Yeah, yeah. Rumor is Hulu is gonna be is gonna be buying out a whole shit ton of properties that Netflix uh, are, are, are they're gonna be bidding on to get them. We're talking like uh, I think a big one of the big ones was Friends uh, because. Uh, I don't know the number exactly, but a massive portion of the stuff that Netflix streams are all old shit. Like, people are watching. They're not watching as much as you would think, like Netflix originals and stuff. They're doing well. But the big bulk of the viewership on Netflix is nostalgic type shit. Old rerun shows that people like to... To, to watch like I was Kale and I rewatched all of the 70s show and you know there's oh, all kinds to of binge yeah you just binge you just binge yeah. them and rumor is Disney's going <laughs> some of those big brands that you like we're going to be buying them bitches out too going to go over to Hulu because we own Hulu and uh and we're gonna we're just gonna eat up this market we're gonna eat it up and the fact that Netflix is so expensive that either they're going to be forced to drop their price down or they're just going to take a massive, massive hit. Well, there's no way their price is going down. They just put the price up. Yeah. It's, there's uh, no way. It's going to be... Uh, Netflix it, is going to have to be producing a lot of really freakishly good... I mean, that's why you're seeing them spend so much money yeah. on their internal stuff. Yeah. Is that they're trying to find you know actors and directors that they can, uh, that they can toss in to a bunch of Netflix originals... And and have content that is not this other shit that people are going to be intrigued to watch. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Um, and trying to find their core mainstay stuff that will keep people coming back. Uh, that they're producing themselves and not have to rely on it because you know Disney's got the money. Yep, and they're going to come for it. Uh, and then they're going to be in these bidding wars that that Disney's ultimately going to win because they've got a thousand bajillion times more money oh. than Netflix does, and so it won't even be a question. So. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, uh, you know, to see. Uh, you know, for me, wherever Terrace House goes, that's where I'm going, bro. <laughs> wherever Terrace House goes, you heard it first, Disney. That's where I'm at. Get that Terrace. You house. want my money, Disney? Get that Terrace House. Terrace House. Get that Terrace House. Fire! Don't worry, Adam. Disney's going to get your money regardless. Fire. Your ass will be buying Disney Plus Probably. whether you want it or not. Probably. Oh yeah. Probably the shows that are coming. You're going to end up buying it. It's Terrace House, man. Let's it's get into Catalina it. Alina Wine Let's mixer. get into it. Time for spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't want any Game <clears throat> of Thrones spoilers from last week, literally, I, almost I, a week ago. I think at this point, people don't give a fuck anymore. I think people people that are already watching Game of Thrones are, have watched Game of Thrones, and the people that are like, maybe I'll watch it someday. Now, with all the saltiness that's going on with Game of Thrones, they just don't just, care anymore. Just fuck it. They're just like, fuck it. Well, here it comes. The spoilers mm. are here. Mr. Black. Yes, sir. Episode five. What an episode. What? Well, an episode. Like we always start. Adam, mm. give me a give me a out of ten. One out of ten or one through ten. What do you rate this show, honestly? It's a five. Oh, it's, it's a right up the middle. Right up the middle. I could, I could, if I sat here and came up with, if I talked in myself into it, I might get it to a six. And depending on how this conversation goes, it's not going to go below a five. 
So it's either at a five or it will go up to a six. Mm -hmm. And some of it will probably depend on when we start talking. Either it's going to be reminding me of all the shit that I'm not thinking of or remind me of some of the good stuff that I did enjoy that will bring it up to a six. But it ain't any higher than a six. And it arguably could be lower than a five, but I won't go lower than a five. What did I give last week? I think you gave last week a a six six or seven. I think I gave it a six. And I gave it a four. Yeah. And then the week before, I gave it like a two. Yes, and or, we or flipped. A four, or we, four, we flipped. Or I, I gave it. Four. I gave it like a six, and you gave. You like we split. We, yeah. we we flipped. This this episode, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I'm going seven point five. Okay. How in the fuck did you get to seven point five? I have well, a feeling I know what's going on here for 7.5, but how did you well, get to 7.5? Here's why. Okay. Hit it me. was it was gorgeous. This episode mm-hmm. looked really fucking nice. Well, we thought we knew where the budget was going on the third episode. As it turns out, it was actually the fifth. Yeah. That's where the money went. Well, I mean, no, I, th- I still think the money went into three. You just couldn't see it. They just wasted the money in three. Yeah. No, we just, was- we, we just, we got to actually see it. The money definitely went into five. Uh, it was a gorgeous episode. I mean, I could see everything. It was crispy. It was a good start. It was crisp. It looked phenomenal. The dragon, for once and forever, looked like a real dragon in Game of Thrones. The fire that it was blowing, blowing up those scorpions, the walls, everything... Wasn't well, actually fire. Uh, well, whatever it was, whatever. was a projectile because it was literally yes. cleaving stone buildings yes, in half. Whatever it was, <laughs> the hot fire breath that just broke everything. Whatever the fuck. Whatever the hell. It, the it was laser shoot- beam that was surrounded there by you fire. Go. The fire. He just Godzilla fucking exactly. Kamehameha made out of his mouth. Yes. Whatever that was looked great. A lot of fuel in that dragon. A lot too. of fucking fuel. I actually mm. said that at one point. I was like, "Damn, that he's just got a keeps lot. going." Does he end? A lot Does in the tank. Ever- yeah, there's a whole lot in the tank. Yeah. Um. So visually speaking. It was the prettiest episode that I may have ever seen in Game of Thrones. Ever. I mean, I can't. Uh, the, the other big battle that we got battle in Season Bastards. 7, Battle of the Bastards, that was probably, it's right up there. Battle of the Bastards is, as far as like a combat or an action episode goes, still my number one by miles. doesn't even come. And, and like, this one might have looked yeah. better. Yeah. But oh, I actually, yeah, I this actually. Is, yeah, this isn't a bad, yeah, no, no. no. But I'm Battle of the that. Bastards, better, better I'm, overall. I'm with you on that. Yeah. The other, the other. The soundtrack, bro. The music. The music's always been good. Motherfucking episode it's always in particular, been good. bro. Yeah, it's great. They took the, some bad scenes and made them real good. They, they, it took the scenes that made literally no sense, yeah. and then you were just along for the ride anyway because the music was good. <sighs> Man, the music was good. Another, another scene. So I guess, I guess I'm gonna go with the points. I guess I'll just keep going with the good. Fuck it. I'm just gonna keep going with the good. Sure, well, might as well. I thought Jon Snow, mm-hmm. although he didn't do much, mm-hmm. like always. Shocking. Um, I thought his performance was really well done. Yes. Uh, in terms of just his facial, he didn't say much. But Kit Harrington has never failed as Jon Snow. The writing has failed Jon Snow. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but he did a great job. Um, what else was really good about it? We got to we got to get the the Clegane Bowl. Yep. Um, which didn't. It wasn't what it, I was hoping for. I know. It it it, it wasn't bad. It, it led me down in a way, but in a way it also it also gave me what I wanted. 
you know? Well, it was the um, obvious that they died in the fire. That's what I thought. That's obvious. what I thought was going to happen. Too right? almost too obvious, but yeah. you know, it was done. You know, it was done well. Um, I, th- I, 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 I hated the fact that he was stabbing him like crazy and stuff, and he just wasn't phased by it because it, it almost felt like he. I mean, the guy is pretty much a walking zombie, yes. but it just felt like uh, there wasn't much of a back and forth. It was just him yeah. doing damage, getting fucked up, and then like, okay. If I, I stab him right through the face, if I can't kill you this way, I'm just gonna. You know, yeah. his eyes started. It was a good scene. Did we? Did he really have to go? Did they really have to make a callback to the fucking double eye poke? No, but that's like his finishing move, right? If he's a WWE uh, guy, that's his. That's his like. That's his patented. <laughs> fucking what the pat- hell? That's his patented finishing. Like move, really? Right? Like is Half Thor that much of a fucking stiff board that they couldn't have come up with a more exciting fucking scene than no. just him but, taking a bunch of shots and poking also, him in the eyes? But I also thought that it was good for the audience too because we knew what was going to happen to his fucking face. Yeah. When those because we saw it before, we we're like, oh my god. Yeah, of course. We knew it was, now was going to happen to the character that we all really like. I mean, yeah. we, we, you know, we we like the mountain. I mean, who doesn't like the mountain? Um, you mean you mean or the sorry, hound. the hound. Yeah, my bad. Um, so I like that. I liked how he killed uh, what's his face. The uh, what's his uh, you know the fucking I, don't even, I know you mean mad the scientist hand, the, dude the, or the, the, the healer dude or yeah, whatever. Basically, her hand. Yeah, her hand yeah. fucked him up. Just ripped him. That was. Yeah. That scene was one of the good parts of the episode. I thought that looked like Dark Souls if Dark well, Souls was Dark Souls yes. on the screen. It yeah. looked, it was pretty broke. Well, the first shot you Dude. get is a goddamn dragon flying Dude. over the top of him. That one scene where he's standing, standing on the bottom. Yeah, and he's the, looking up the at the mountain. has got the high ground, yeah. and he's a mountain, and he's he's looking up. Here comes the dragon. in the background blowing fire. Yeah. There's fucking ash shit. It just looked it was Dark Souls. fucking beautiful yes it was like fantasy 101 yeah uh gorgeous man yes and the music and everything it was fucking beautiful so that was nice i love that circe when when the mountain when she was like you know protect me stand by my side he didn't give a fuck like the mountain mountain fucked up what's his face yeah and then and then when Cersei was when when she saw like that, she's just like she was like, "I'm gonna okay. just uh, you and guys she, have fun." And she just fucking leaves. I thought that <laughs> I thought that was great because Cersei was like, "Listen, he ain't gonna fucking listen to me. These guys hate each other so much. Yeah. I, we're not stopping this. If I even say another thing to this fucking thing, he's probably gonna kill me." Yeah, and. The Hound don't give a fuck about me. No, he's he here, doesn't he, give a he's, fuck. He's here for his he's brother. He's here for his brother, yeah. and I thought that that was amazing because he could have killed the bitch right then and there. Yeah. And, and the Mountain wasn't going to do shit about it. Whatever. He knew that Cersei was going to die regardless, He and he also just didn't give a fuck. The tunnel vision was real, and the way Cersei just kind of... I thought that was great. Um, another great uh, that, I, that I loved... And the highlight of the episode for me was Tyrion and Jamie scene. Uh, I thought that scene was very well done. You might you might think differently. But well, I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I loved it. I I loved, I lo- I loved it up until up until we got a fucking like teary hug. I feel like that was that was for me at that point. I was like, we just crossed over from these two guys reaching this this point. And I get why they fucking did it. I understand it. it the brothers, man. Yeah, but they never, they never had any of that. But that's why physical contact. That's why it was so impactful for me. Is because they knew at that point there was no getting out of this. But the they, relationship. This is. But for me, this is similar to when Jamie and Brienne 
fucked. No. It not. was like their the relationship was better and more complex and you understood everything and each character had a mutual understanding and there was just as much emotional if not more uh, emotional gravity to the conversation there until Tyrion just tosses out a fucking midget hug at the end and then wipes his face off and walks off into the fucking distance. I don't think it, for me, I don't think it added anything to the scene. I think the conversation that he had opening up to Jamie and everyone's being honest because the world's fucking coming to a goddamn end, that's enough for me. The hug was like the, was like the, the rubber stamp that D&D have where they're commercializing everything where it's like, here's a sex scene and here's a drinking game and here's Tyrion and his brother hugging and here's, I, here's fucking uh, Jamie and, uh, and Cersei somehow, fuck, somehow finding each other and fuck what they did to Jamie goddamn Lannister with fuckboy Slim who everyone survives boats blowing up in this goddamn show. Where the fuck? And he ends up on the this tiny, tiny shore that's supposed to be like a fucking secret little area. It's a passage. And he just and fucking shows up and he's like, surprise, bitch. I'm going to be the, yo, you want a Kingslay 2.0? Come at me, one-liner. And then they have a fight. And of course, you know, Jamie's going to get fucked up because he's got one good fucking hand left. And then they go at it. And Jamie gets kidney and liver stabbed <laughs> with a fucking short sword. Yeah. Somehow survives, yeah. kills the guy yeah. where he couldn't before magically, but after he got stabbed twice, now he can do it. And survives walking from there all the way up and then all the way back down just so that they can have their commercial huggy don't look anywhere but me. It's the only thing that matters. And then the rocks just start fucking falling and they die. And you're like, yeah, I wasn't a big. I wasn't a big fan. What of that. the fuck? I wasn't a big fan. That was that wasn't the good that. So I was... every there was just there's so much commercial. I liked play. I liked the Jamie and Tyrion. I liked the hug. I liked the conversation. I liked the fact that Jamie saved Tyrion, and now Tyrion was gonna save Jamie. Uh, and I think the, the hug was warranted because Tyrion knew he would never see his brother again. And he loves his brother. He loves his family. Mm-hmm. It's what the Lannisters are. It's just how, how they are no matter what. Um, it was He was the only person that ever believed I, in Tyrion. I, I get all he knew Tyr- Tyrion knew he's dead. Yes. I mean, literally, Danny told Tyrion, you backstab me again. You do one more thing. It's your last. Well, the predicate to that is that she's alive to kill him. Yeah, she. Well, she's she is alive. So Tyr- Tyrion knows at this juncture. Yes, but Tyrion <laughs> Tyrion knows, right? And Tyrion yes. knew mm-hmm. that these motherfuckers are fucked. That's mm-hmm. why he was doing this in the first place. You need to get to to seriously. Yep. Talk some sense into her. Ring yep. the bell yep. because Danny will take it. Will stop the war. Everything. You'll surrender. That'll be the show. You can save King's Landing because that's his home. So the fact that he hugged him at the end was Tyrion hugging his brother in hopes that his brother will survive with his sister, make it out and live a quiet life and and just, you know, and and get away and 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 get be safe. But Tyrion knew he was dead. Wasn't that the fact that he thought Jamie was going to die? It was that Danny's going to fucking kill me. I am dead without a doubt. And this is the last time I am ever going to see my brother. So the fact that the only time in the entire show that they finally have a moment of love for brothers, of love for family, 
and you're sitting there with your loved one, and although it may be a love-hate relationship, and everything's coming full circle, you're not going to hug your brother. You're not going to. You're not going to be choked up. You're not going to give that goodbye. Same thing with Varys. When Varys got executed, Tyrion put his hand yes. on Varys. Yes. And Varys looked at him, mm-hmm. and w- and uh, which was an amazing uh, for me. Another good part of the episode. Var- Varys, Ga- Varys wrap gave up him was that good. look. Varys gave him that look of like. Well, Varys knew that he knew. Well, yes, of course. And also, nobody touches Varys. No. And the entire that the entire I was on board. Show, that was enti- on board with. The entire show, you've never seen someone hug Varys. No. You've never seen somebody fuck Varys, although you can't. You can't. But you've never seen him. Any, no. No one's ever had any, any physical. I've never even seen somebody shake a hand, fucking nothing. He's no. never been touched. No. And the one time where he gets touched, and it's a moment of... Uh, uh, of of like, listen, you're my friend. Like, I'm sorry, but this had to be. That whole scene was good for I me. Thought, I thought it was great. That whole scene was so, good for me. So I I have to. I listen. I I totally see your frustration, and I get the stamp of the fan service and the fucking the 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 tropes. But I believe <laughs> that the Tyrion and Jamie one was earned. I thought it was very. I thought it was well done. I thought Peter Dinklage finally had a moment where he could act. Where he could, where where he took a script that was actually well written for once uh, in the season and shine with it because he hasn't had any material and his whole character has been stupid, which has with the complete opposite of the entire show. Hell, even Sans is going. He used to be the smartest motherfucker I, I have ever known. You know what the fuck happened to you? Well, D and D happened to him, and finally we had a scene. So that was one of my favorite scenes. I the, the, the Varys part was one of my the favorite. The Varys bits. was great. I, I thought that the episode Varys' off character strong. was one of the few that actually got that throughout. Yeah. Somehow managed to avoid his arc being fucked on. And I think it's only because he's not necessarily a big commercial fan favorite. Mm. And that's why he got to be left to his own devices and his arc wrapped up exactly how I would have envisioned of course. Varys's act. Uh or, or char- a character arc to yeah. wrap up. And he was which doing it and what I loved about his character too. And he was doing it for the realm. He was doing it for the greater good. Which plays to his he was, character. It plays to his character. He was yes. writing. He sent out all those uh, ravens or whatever to different parts. Knocking the door comes and you see him. He knows what's up. He's, he's trying he's to poison Danny. So he's got the girl uh, in the kitchen. He's sitting there trying to poison her. And she's like, uh, Danny's not, not eating. eating. You know, she's depressed. She's not eating. And he knows. He knows what's up. Yep. Right? And then and then also, uh, which another part that I don't really fully understand is when he takes his rings off and he puts them in the bowl. I think I I I don't know what's going to happen uh in the last episode. I don't know why. I don't know why. I think that was him just well it was just that's just him. He's going like like that's that was where he's taking I don't know his if rings there's a significant, off. Significant, uh, I don't think reason. there's any significance to it. I think it was that was it was like the door knocking. Yeah. He knew who was there. He knew what he was about to go do. Yeah. And so this was him just doing like a daily ritual thing. Yeah, just it's a it let's down, take our it. stuff off. We're done. Yeah, we've we've makes sense. We've come to the end. Yeah, and just going through that, I thought that was really well done. I thought that whole the the whole thing was wrapped up well there. I was very happy for that because Varys was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Um, 
uh, but the there's Hound, not much. But there's not much other great other than that. The but Hound I, was one of, one of my favorite characters throughout the entire show, and his his arc wrapped up about as well as I could have hoped because he started to get really popular, and so yeah. my concern was they were going to fuck him a little hard. Yeah, and and I like what he said to Arya when 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 they when they met there when the fucking uh, castle was coming yeah, down. Yeah, when they were talking, and about he said that, yeah. like, listen, if you go after her, yeah, you know, you're going to be like me. Yes, you know, yeah. you're you're just all you're going to do is just go and look for revenge. You're gonna. This is all. This is going to consume you. And if you go up there, you're dead. You're 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 not going to make it. Like you're done, right? Mm. And the fact that she listened and then uh you know and then left, I like that that send off that they had between each other where it wasn't mushy, where it wasn't give me a hug hound, you know, this is the last time we're going to see each other or you know whatever. I thought that uh, the hound send off was nice. Um and 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 I thought the send off of the characters Besides Jamie, Cersei. Jamie got yeah. Fucked, I mean, J- bro. yeah, I know that was his character got thrown out the fucking window in these last season and a half. Yeah, they fucked him. They took a they took an arc that was one of my favorite arcs. Yeah, they fucked him, and they fucked that character. I didn't up like the I didn't like how it ended bad. for them. I did not like that. That was rough. I didn't you like the fact always- that he got stabbed so many times and then managed to get to her. And then, and, and, and how is he not? She's like, oh my God, you're bleeding. It's like, dude, I got fucking stabbed by a blade that long twice in the gut. And I'm still fucking, I'm still walking. I'm still fucking. Adrenaline does a lot. It doesn't do that much. No. You know where I would have preferred, if you're going to go out that way, you know what I would have preferred? Because they kind of half got that way when it was just Cersei. Just Cersei walks out into that courtyard where they first meet. And that's where the in in the tower, the Red Keep, where they have the map of Westeros, where in previous seasons when she took the Red Keep for the first time, and that was where all the war room talk was and how she was going to own all this and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was this top down shot there in this episode where she walks out and everything's crumbling around her and she's standing on that map of Westeros. Everything that she was trying to make happen. Mm. Uh, in a place down. that wasn't supposed to ever be able to be taken or destroyed. And it's all coming down around her. I wanted to. I wanted that to end there because there was a lot more like uh, there was a lot more visual significance there. See, I think the reason why it didn't happen there is because Jamie was fulfilling his promise to Tyrion, and a Lannister always keeps his word. He never always pays his always debts. pays its debts, but always keeps their word. I mean, they 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 are they don't lie. Well, I get they don't, why it didn't end there. Like, yeah, I understand because that, when, that was if Jamie was going to stay alive to do one thing. Yes. It was to get his sister and yes. get out. Yes. He's going to listen to listen to Tyrion even though yes. he was going to die. He was going to he was going to die do, doing that for his brother, doing that for 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 the love of his life, his sister. And that, I think that's the reason why they had it happen down there. I agree with you. It would have been a, a more poetic ending. Yeah. If she would have died on the map. I think that would have been a, a really nice touch. What I thought what I what I would have preferred, honestly, is Jamie just not be able to get there. That if Jamie was going to die, and I know that, oh, you know, Jamie is supposed to die in the arms of, you know, he's supposed to die with his sister. That was like the prophecy or whatever. I get that. But it would have been nice if Jamie didn't either get fucked up by fucking Cuck McCuxy and, and you know, man. Fuck, you're on as a character yeah, I, in this he's show. An, he's just annoying. He was just annoying. Fuck. He's just annoying. He's annoying. Uh, I, I didn't like in the whole, the, anyway, but, but I, w- I would have just preferred Cersei. To have a bigger death than rocks falling on her. So here's the thing: I actually don't mind how she died. Okay, uh, 
first of all, Lena Headley? Yeah. Headley? Headley? Um, could possibly be the linchpin acting-wise in this entire show. Mm-hmm. I think she did the best job of portraying her character's arc. She got, and shout-outs to her, by the way, she got paid like a million dollars an episode to stand in a window and drink wine. Fucking win. Yeah. But we, she did a, a, the only part of the, the scene where they die there at the end, when they're down in the, in the, the, I, that's not really a crip, but you're, you know what I mean. They're down there. And, uh, and she, she, uh, with Jamie there, everything drops. The cold act drops. She, she like reverts almost like childlike behavior. Can't, uh, accept what's going on. Uh, freaking out about her baby that hasn't been born yet uh, uh, and just and falls apart from this this cold, calculated... Uh, honestly, she played the game better than almost everyone else in this show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then we see that with them. That was the only part that I, I was okay with in terms of them getting back together is that it allowed that character to, to get to that point where we see that under all of that shit that was going down, that was like she's just terrified as fuck. Yeah. And we got that. Yeah, and that she, was the satisfying part. Not necessarily the way she died. But I wish she would have I wish that would have been that if Danny would have caught her or or she, you know, could fight for her life. Right. You know, something horrible to happen to her. Just right. for her to feel the weight of what she did yeah. instead of just it rocks also, coming down. I, I, yeah. I, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I think I was more upset the fact that how Jamie died than what she did. Um, you know, it is what it is. I would have loved for Arya to have not have killed the Night King, and then have been had to have been the one that uh, used the face of Jamie to kill Cersei. That would have been not only fan service to to a big degree, mm. but it also just would have been for me. It would have been a better. Uh, it just would have felt better. But at the same time, it's Game of Thrones. You don't get what you want and, and whatever. I just, I felt like there's so many better ways that they could have wrapped up Jamie and Cersei together. Yeah. Uh, opposed to in the fucking, uh, the, 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 the crypt or whatever, the, not the crypt, but the... I know what you mean. Whatever the, den, the, fu- yeah, the den or whatever the fuck yeah. it is called. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to fucking fall in rocks. I mean... So, let's... It's annoying. So let's talk about, you know, that was most of the, that was most of the good. That that episode had. Had a lot of bad. Let's get to the bad. Um, right off the bat, okay. Uh, I get that we're supposed to suspend belief for some shit. Because this is high fantasy. Yes. Um, I've never known Dragon Breath to be basically a fucking missile on everything that it hits. It, it was cutting through entire swaths of centuries-old castle, not burning anything, just literally blowing the shit up, flying over top, and shit is... Stone is just exploding everywhere. Just fucking... It was like cutting things down. And then the next part is, this is like some Lord of the Rings shit. Why in the fuck? She's standing there watching all this, and Danny's going on a killing spree. What did Danny... Who they went up to the Red Keep and, and cut off one of the other towers... The fuck did she not just kill Cersei, who's been standing there the whole time, yeah. and with her dragon that can apparently cut down castles with its breath? Yeah, 
and just fucking and then go back and start killing innocents. I don't fucking know. But the 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 really, I mean, I don't even want to. I, I don't even know if I have the energy to talk about all the bad this episode had. I don't. But the the amount of of just god awful writing was painful. Uh, I, I the wasted like we already discussed with Jamie, dude. Like the whole golden, characters. the whole golden army. The the they crossbows just got were a, fucking. They there there were literally it wasn't it wasn't a fight. It was it was a it was it was. Well, uh, those ballistas went from being op as fuck to basically yeah. The useless. Scorp- they called them the scorpions. scorpions. They became, they just completely fuck fucking up. useless. Yeah, just, Entire fleet gone. Just Danny by herself. Yeah. Goes over. She melted the whole city. Uh, got the whole city fucking yeah. melted. She's killing everyone. Doesn't care who the fuck it is. Yeah, that uh, was my biggest problem. Is is not not the fact that the dragon fucked up the city because I knew what they were going for. They wanted they wanted to they wanted Danny basically to just completely wreck them. Have them at have them at basically the point where they were all given up, and the soldiers. That was another thing. <laughs> the soldiers of King's Landing. So. So when we're so when the, oh, when Lord. it all when it all starts, yeah, the golden the golden company or whatever the fuck it is, I keep calling them like the golden compass, but the golden <laughs> company, they just get wiped. Like the dragon comes in, they got that one dude in the front, uh, which we we still I don't even know who the fuck he is. He just all of a sudden got a bunch of screen time. I'm, I'm letting uh, you finish, but you just remind me something. I have to get this out before get I forget. It up, get it up. When I watch this episode, what you're about to describe, and Cersei's up in the tower, yeah, and her hand is is there with her and everything, yeah. You know what that fucking scene is? Did you ever see the the meme, the Hitler meme in the war room uh, from the movie uh, like Downfall or whatever, or The Fall or whatever the fuck? I'm not sure. Uh, okay, I'm gonna show you this at some point after this ep- after this podcast or whatever. But it's basically Hitler in the room when all of his generals are telling him that that they're being surrounded, Berlin's being surrounded. Uh, and there's like people are like their 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 armies are falling or they're retreating or running away. But he keeps saying Hitler will say, uh, "Oh, that's fine. He, this guy will go and, and do this." And then somebody goes, "He's dead." And he goes, "Oh, well, that's fine. We'll just go over here and the, these guys will be holding it. It's fine." And then they go, "He's dead. He's dead." And th- that scene was almost like a one for one mapping yeah. to Cersei in the tower where she was like, "Don't worry about it. Yeah. The golden comes back there." No, they're not. They're dead. It's okay. You know this. This will. This will save us. No. No, it won't. Yeah, they're, but what about no? No. <laughs> it's just. It's over. Like it just kept yeah. going and going. It was like a one to one. It was like watching Cersei as Hitler. Yeah. Uh, in, well, in, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, she downfall. was kind of like Hitler, right? <laughs> and, you exactly. know, in, in was, many ways, she it was, was there, like one for and one. And she was yeah. also in denial, right? Because she couldn't believe. She couldn't believe that King's Landing was gonna. It's it's unpenetrable. Like you can't. In her eyes, you can't you can't take well, like a king's said, land. It's like, don't worry, it's never worry, fallen it's never in fallen. hundreds I mean, of years. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be right? today. She's, a, she's a so denial. fucking in yeah. denial. So the dragon comes through and just fucking murks the whole golden golden army. Just yep, fucking, did. just like that. And I'm like, Instantly oh, okay, did. okay. Then except they, for Euron, he except survived. Except for Euron, of course, he survived and swam to shore yeah. and then killed. Well, Jamie then, no, I'm even talking. <laughs> I'm even talking about yeah. So that that is. <laughs> And then you've got the king, and then you've got the the army sitting in the front. Oh, it's uh, the red uh, army. Yeah, the red army. So that's that's the Blow Lannister them army. Fucking dead out the water. Then they get inside, yep. and then there's a, a nice little uh, some nice cinematography scenes where they're doing some hand hand combat. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to the point where Jon Snow is there with with his with his gray army, worm and gray John. worm all them, and then you've got the other dudes and the guys. They drop they drop the red their swords. army drops Ro- the red swords. army drops their swords yeah, right. Yeah. 
And um, that's right after Cersei goes, they'll fight to the last for their queen. Yes. Sword drops. Sword drops. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, okay, number one, isn't this, aren't these supposed to be the most dedicated, loyal, like the, yes. the top of the top? Like yes. these aren't little no, grunts the that they got out no, the, the day before. Like we're going to war, guys. Pick yeah, up yeah. a sword. Godspeed. Yeah. We're talking about these guys are the ones that are going to protect. They're the most well-outfitted, the most well-trained. That's it. They're, yeah, they they're all the just show. said, fuck it. Yeah. But then if Grey Worm, Grey Worm... Is, well, Grey Worm looks up, Grey and, Worm sees, looks up and sees Danny, sees Danny on a off. killing spree. Right, right? And then Grey Worm, and he got that look in his face like, I'm pissed anyway. They already yeah. killed my fucking Sunday. I'm got, These motherfuckers, they're all dead. I yep. don't give a fuck. He's just on a... He's almost as blood drunk as Danny is. Well, he, he is. Yeah. Well, he well he wasn't going to until Til, yeah. she did, yeah. and then he said, "Okay, I, that's like him getting you're giving him the go ahead. Go ahead, have fun to go fucking kill yeah. these guys." And of course, John is going. John goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And whoa, then, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I like I, I I did like that scene because he looks Grey Worm looks at John and he gives John that fucking look like, okay. I'm yeah. gonna see. I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna see and you I later. And I think we're gonna see a fucking straight them fight up it out. them fight it out um, in, in the next episode yeah. because he's gonna protect his queen no matter what. Yes. And I think him and John are gonna are gonna go down are gonna fucking battle. Go to go to battle. Yeah. Um. But I liked I liked what was going on within that. What I didn't like, mm-hmm. which was predictable, is I didn't like the fact that Danny just killed. Just blood everybody drunk. just went fuck. She went full Mad Queen. Yeah, she went full Targaryen, and they made they made the the thing like you I'm know, not if, the queen of the ashes. Yeah, it's like you know every time a Targaryen is born, yeah. they flip a coin. It's either you're gonna get the fucking the crazy, the crazy, or the good one, right? Yeah. And, the, and it turns out after all the bad that's happened, and she loved her, you know, Jon Snow is like, no, we can't be lovers like that. You know, you're my queen. I'll, you know, I'm she's already, like right there. She's already won. Yeah, like she's literally she, already she's won. Already, she's literally won. She's gotten everything she wanted. Yeah, and yet. Not good enough. When she, go in for the when kill. she sat there and they rang the the bell was ringing. Yeah, and I and I was like, oh fuck, they they've done it right. And but then I, but then I well, looked yeah, at no. I looked at the time and I'm like, we're thirty eight minutes in. Not a chance. What's up? What's going to happen here? An hour of killing. Yes. Uh. So Danny Danny gets up and I thought this is what I thought was going to happen. I was like, oh shit, they, they they're not going to do what I thought they were going to do. They're not going to make her kill everybody. This is good. Because because the entire the entire whole show was her for the people, but yes. she would kill people if they stood in her way. Yes, they they gave up. Everyone was running. Everyone was like, "Listen, we're not for Cersei." Even 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 the the the, the red dudes that are fucking dropping everything, dropping. We're listen. You've won. We don't. You know. We, we, yes, Massa. She, she. I thought when she took off. That she was gonna beeline it up to Cersei and fucking flame. I thought that's how Cersei was gonna go. Yeah. I thought that she was gonna melt Cersei uh, and and uh, and her little fucking little henchmen. Yeah. I thought the the mountain or yeah sorry that yeah the mountain was gonna live and fight a Clegane, but no. And and Cersei's sitting up there on the fucking tower. The bell's ringing. Yeah. Right. Tyrion's down bottom going. Oh my god. Yes. The bell's ringing. Everybody stopped. This is it. Tyrion had like a little moment of hope. Yeah, and then Tyrion looks up at her, and he got this look of like, okay, what is what is she gonna do? Is it's either this is it, or I'm or or, we're fucked. And Amelia, Amelia, given lots of opportunities now, has gotten particularly good at putting on the boiling rage build up, serious rage. She had she had that face like someone someone gonna die. Yep. And she got up and she started going, and I'm and I say it to Kayla, I'm like, oh, she's gonna go kill Cersei. She's gonna kill. She go. She's gonna kill Cersei. 
And then when I saw the dragon fly over and I saw all the people start running, I'm like, oh, no. Yep. She's going full mad queen. Shit's going down, And bro. then she just toasted everybody. She was just fucking burning bitches up. Strudled. Straight up fucking killing everybody. Then I see Grey Worm go crazy, and I'm like, oh, my fuck. Then I see Jon Snow trying to get his boys to back off because the war had already been won. And not only that, Cersei's, or, uh, Danny's going to end up fucking killing her own. Cer- she's killing her own damn troops. Yes. She's murdering everybody. She doesn't care she who's doesn't there. Give- Zero fucks. She's just gone crazy. Which makes no sense for her character at all. Like, I get you're trying to make her go bad. I understand that. But Jesus, she just gave zero fucks. And that was like the last time you saw her. Uh, all you saw at that point was just dragging, dragging killing fucking shit up. Everything. Using its laser beam breath yes, to, to dismantle every stone an entire, structure. An entire city. Just fucking It wasn't killing. burning it. It was blowing it the fuck up. Yes. So it was just I, in ways that fire is literally incapable of I, doing. I did not. I did not like uh, what they did. You with know what the- else I didn't like? <laughs> literally, almost everything that included Arya, because her entire thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, after the scene with with Sandor, uh, was just all downhill from there. She went into a scared little girl that ran the whole time. Yeah. Had these weird interactions with people along the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at then, one point, I even said, "I don't give a fuck about these people." No, I literally said it loud. I'm like, "I don't give a fuck about these people." Like that mother, the mother and the daughter. I'm like, "I don't. Why? Why are they getting so much screen time?" She got a lot of fantastic plot armor. Fuck. Did some, she ever? Like three times. Yes. And then, the most confusing, nonsensical, full blown, dropped on your head, stupid. Ending scene. Oh, with the horse. To any show in the history of Game of Thrones. That was a weird scene. That was literally so fucking dumb. Nobody is literally, is anywhere. There's nobody anywhere. Yeah. It's de- everyone's dead. Yeah. And here comes this one horse. The white horse. The white horse. Slow motion. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Shh. Take me out of here. Yeah. And I think, I think what that was is there was a line, I think that... Uh, Melisandre said about Arya or somebody or a prophecy about death riding on a white horse or something like that, and I and I think that that's what that's what I think they're symbolizing something that's coming, where Arya is gonna be Arya is either gonna kill somebody of great importance or Arya is gonna die or there's something going on because there was some sort of. I remember reading up because I was I was confused. I was like, and I wasn't thinking about it at the time. But there was some sort of prophecy about death riding a a a, a horse or or a, a white horse or something shit like that. And I had always thought that it was the Night King that was riding the white horse that was the death that was on a horse. But maybe it's Arya, and you know how Arya is now, where she's the fucking. You know the the Mary Sue or the fucking you know the, she's the killer. She's she's the she's the one. I really don't think that Arya is going to be the one that is going to kill Danny. I just don't. That the show has. I mean, the show would be the literal worst thing I've ever seen in my life if Arya is actually the one that kills Danny as well. I am. I. I it would. I'd be done. I'm all. I'd be. Well, I'd be so know, done with it. I'd be so I, over and done with it. But yes, that whole scene. That it just didn't make any, and you're right. Shh. And it's like just slow mo ash, and, and, and shit it's all and just, slow motion. And she's like, you know, riding, yeah. you know, riding the horse at the end. Oh, no, so it, fucking. And it, and it came off. It came off so extra. It was so extra. It came off like, <laughs> uh, like, 
it's so artsy. Yeah, yeah. But it just didn't work. It's like bad no. art. Yep. You're like, I don't. You got a bunch of like really uh, ultra rich white folk that are sitting around a painting that looks like a fucking baby put their hands in paint and started slapping it and they're like mm, yes I, I just love the sophistication of, uh, of of the detail and what that symbolizes there is this 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 and this and then you've got just normal folk that come up and go that looks like a piece of shit yes that's that's we're literally we're what we're what we're at. If you're if you're dropping some sort of like high, you know, some sort of highbrow fucking callback, then whatever callback that you're making to end the episode on that in such a dramatic extra fashion, you needed to do a better job of making that that callback because not happy about it. It was wasn't good, and I'm with you. I thought Arya's besides her with the hound. Uh, I thought it was sort all, of character. It was a bunch of th- it was a bunch of throwaway because she went from. And maybe that maybe I, I don't know. That's it. I it's because it's the writing was so bad that I'm trying to figure out why she did the thing she did. But I I just don't I I just think they just don't make sense. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Why would she go all the way from Winterfell into the fucking gauntlet to go and kill Cersei? And then turn around just before they get there from what the Hound said. And then from somebody that was so basically fearless. The only time I've, I've seen her scared in the last while was with, the, was with the undead. Was when the undead was chasing around like it was that yes. whole zombie movie yes. scene that yeah. they had in that shitty episode. Random. Um, but other than that, her running around and buildings blowing up. And then like fire coming and killing people that are right beside her. But her not getting... Touched. And, They're just and casually walking through all this shit, yeah. and all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, it's a problem. Well, and, and then, another thing is, is, is also with the dragon, the dragon would blow up walls and and decimate boats, like not put them on fire, but blow them up. That's that's what I've but been then, saying. Yeah. It, but then in the in the city, when the dragon was coming down and flaming shit, people would be on fire, and the walls and stuff wouldn't blow up. Yeah. So. In those scenes where she was running with the civilians and and people were getting roasted beside her, well, why wasn't everything just being blown up to bits like it was in other parts? Like, if it's got the power to fuck up the walls, the dirt on the ground... Everything would be... like There'd she, be trenches being blown out yes, everywhere. I mean, that it, place it, would be fucked. It'd be just fucking gone. So it was like... Fucked. It was just a lot of like plot armor going on with Arya throughout that whole sequence. Sure, yeah, it was yeah. pretty to look at at times. The cinematography was good. It was well lit. It looked great. But it just didn't make a whole lot of sense uh, for, for her. And, and her whole thing was just basically pointless to even be there in the first place. She didn't she really did do nothing. Much. I think what it was is, is they wanted her to experience the death and, and the chaos that Danny brings that Danny had brought to further her desire to kill Danny. I think that's what it was where, you know, she was trying to save people. They're dying in front of her. She couldn't save them. She doesn't want Danny to do this again uh, down the road. Yeah. Uh, so now this is her chance to for her to turn on Danny. Because we've seen now where John knows that Danny's crazy and he's going to want to turn on her. Tyrion wants to turn on her. Now Arya wants to turn on her. Sansa already hates the bitch. And wants her dead and and out of the question. I think that whole sequence was just done to further Arya to change her mind 
of that Danny's bad, not good for the realm, uh, and, and is going to want to kill her now because she's witnessed firsthand. Not only has she almost died, but pe- innocent people has also uh, been killed because of it as well. Yeah, it's... That's uh, it. That's all I can think of. It was of. very messy. Um, a lot of the character send-offs have been bad, and they continued to be you know, back and forth. Uh, again, I was happy with Varys's end. Uh, I was happy enough with Sandor... Uh, and how he went down, uh, the hound. I'm, I'm, I'm okay enough with that. Yeah. Um, I am, I am so far removed from being okay with whatever the fuck they decide to do with Jamie. Yeah. Uh, what a waste of one of the best characters on the show. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm not upset that he died. I'm just upset with how he died. It's just yeah, like, it's just silly. Uh, Euron as a character on the TV show was a, such a, a, a waste, um, in ways that was just annoying because yeah. every time he was involved, it was almost exclusively in ways in which the writing was breaking the show. Yeah. So I bet you him in the books is a really interesting character that, that plays a much more important and integral or obviously integral part of things yeah. in which maybe him and, and Jamie Cohen had it made sense, but for, you know, for Danny to have gone from losing a dragon to to the the scorpions to taking out the entire goddamn fleet, yeah. and then the scorpions on Red Keep after that, yeah. and then having Euron, whose ship we watched got cleaved in half by the fucking dragon, somehow get like five kilometers to shore and just magically ended up being the exact tiny fifteen foot wide fucking little beach area yep. that jamie that is, I, I is didn't like that just entering just got there i didn't like seconds that. previous i didn't like that shows up and then here we go and then surprise, stab, surprise. Stab, yeah and you know here we are uh and then he gets in a couple more one-liners and like yeah, yeah here i am i'm your on yeah. just like it was He's such like a, i'm the one who killed jamie lannister <sighs> so bad dude yeah bro and so jamie i felt bad for seriously could have been done maybe a bit better but i at least liked how we saw the progression of her character in like almost in the reverse yeah uh where we saw her going from you know she almost went back to where she was at the beginning of the show so that was you know a thing um but my god i'm still i'm still going 7.5 also why in the fuck the mountain looked like darth vader without his helmet on it's because he looked like darth vader without his helmet on like it was it was shockingly similar yeah, it was a big darth vader like it, it kind of weirded me out. Like it was, I looked at it, was it and I was Anakin. like, it was "That Anakin. actually looks like Anakin when they took the hat." Like that actually, yes, almost exactly. Yes, it was fucking weird, bro. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't understand that choice uh, of the look either. And and I don't know why the makeup and and the 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 director whatever didn't go. You know what? That kind of looks like Darth Vader because we still don't know if he's undead. We still don't know like what exactly he is because we never got any expl- he's explanation. Basically, he's basically for Frankenstein. It's yeah. basically what he is. He's yeah. a fucking Frankenstein. I guess. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. So I'm still going 7.5. And the reason why I'm going 7.5 is because I did get some deaths that I wanted. Uh, and, and it was a decent send-off. I, and not only that, I just thought it was the best episode of the season. Um, although episode two, episode two is probably, in terms of writing, episode two is a better episode. Um, I, I, but since there was so much action in this and there was so much great fantasy and there was just some visuals to eat up in this episode, I was, you know, it's not that Game of Thrones is all bad, you know, it's just, I hold Game of Thrones at a high standard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for this season, Mm -hmm. I have to give it a 7.5 from, from what we've been getting. I mean, it's so much better 
than the last two episodes. It's just infinitely better uh, in so many ways, even with the bad that was in there and, and the and, and the fact that it just so, felt so incredibly rushed. Yeah. Uh, I have to go. I'm going to go 7.5. I'm going to stick at 7. I could go 7, but I'm going to give it an extra .5 because uh, it was so much more enjoyable than the last two episodes. I'm still floating between a 5 and a 6. I don't know if I can settle on one or the other. I could call it 5-5 five, five if I wanted to. But mm. um, And most of those points are going towards the... Satis- what I'll call a satisfactory wrap-up wrap of Sandor, uh, the Hound. The satisfactory wrap-up of Varys. Mm. Um, the, uh, uh, the end... Not the not the not the not that it was satisfactory of how she died and how uh, and certainly not how Jamie died, but um, she kept Cersei consistent. But kept Cersei consistent enough that I was satisfied. She's one of the it. characters. She's like one of three characters in the show that they haven't completely fucked yet. Yeah, um, and then everything else pretty much was just kind of fucking whatever. And so most of those points, if I if it got up to a six, most of those points is being carried by um, the soundtrack and some of the visuals. And that's about the show because the writing was painful to me. Uh, the the it's bad. Just the big question they got marks. Like a, fans are so angry. They just got this petition now where people are signing well, all this shit. Well, that was just shit. dumb. That's just, that's fucking, just stupid. fucking stupid. Not only yeah. would that never happen in a million years, but I mean, really, come on, get, just, get a get a life a little bit. You just, know, it's like just take it yeah, like a hero, yeah, like yeah, everyone else. Yeah. Suck it up. Yeah, they fucked it up. And now they're gonna probably go fuck up Star Wars, but hey, that's okay. Just take it one day at a time. Yeah, and let it happen. Uh, but yeah, so I'm 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 still falling in there. I don't know at this point. I have no idea how the fuck the next episode is going to go. <laughs> I don't have a clue. Oh, it it could be. It could. I I really and truly don't know. And but I can tell you that There's only one episode left. Adam. I can tell this you that, is it. Yeah, I can tell you that the odds of it closing out in a way that's going to satisfy almost anyone zero is almost zero. Yep. Time for uh, a little tech support. Tech support. Reminder to hit the fucking like button. Smash it. Punch it in the mouth. Slap it in the mouth. Whatever you want to do. Mm. Make it happen. Just pretend that that button is D&D and hit it. Get your frustrations out. Now I got to read some questions. What do we got? Uh, what do we have? Damn. Yeah, these these are these are not a lot of not a lot of stuff to work with right now. Okay. Well, I mean, if somebody wants to ask a question in the chat, they can, if there's nothing there. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and ask that if we get something. Um, okay, well, 8910 asks, you're, the, you're suddenly the CEO of Epic. What's your five-year plan? Just keep doing whatever they're doing right now. Yep. That's it. No matter how much you hate them, they're doing it well right now. Um, my no pixel Q is uh not looking good. Thirteen of sixty three. It's hard. Yep. It's hard for me to get on on Thursday nights after the podcast. Uh, pulsating ripe developing titties asks, "What are some good side hustles or passive income streams that you guys do?" <laughs> Personally, I just got into credit card churning. A few grand worth of points for a couple of signups 
uh, per year is a good deal. Oh, yeah, jumping from card to card to get their sign-up stuff. Oh, I I, th- I think I've watched the YouTube video about somebody that was doing that. Yeah. Uh, not something I'd do. It's uh, too much work. <laughs> mine is, mine's voiceovers. That's that's turning from a side hustle into eventually probably going to be more than the side hustle. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the goal. You know, down the road when I no longer want to stream full-time, I can uh, do voiceovers. But, yeah, this is a little bit of my side, little side hustle. Um, another thing, obviously, that you guys can see, I've got a video game collection. So in the summer, springtime, uh, I go and buy, I go to yard sales, I go on Facebook marketplaces, Craigslist, Kijiji, wherever I can find games uh, and buy them in bulk, buy out people's collections, say if they're trying to buy a house or they have a baby, a lot of the times uh, the guys end up selling uh selling their big collections i say guys because i haven't bought a collection out from a girl yet mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i buy it on the cheap so say if uh there is a guy that has a collection that is worth uh three thousand dollars and he's trying to get two thousand for it i'll offer like fourteen fifteen hundred cash on the spot um and then usually they take it and i get it for about half of what it's worth I keep my singles, I sell my doubles, and as of late, I have so many games, it's hard to find singles like that I don't already own, Right. so a lot of time, I'm just flipping. Yeah. So a lot of times, I'm buying a, a big, say, I buy 150 games off somebody, only 15 of them, 20 of them are going to my collection, and next thing you know what, I'm selling all the rest, and I'm doubling my money, sometimes tripling my money, especially at yard sales. Go to a yard mm. sale. Find, uh, for example, find uh, Ocarina of Time at a yard sale for a dollar, two dollars, and sell it for thirty, yeah, thirty-five bucks. That's a big return on investment easy. there. Um, and so it's easy for me to make ten thousand dollars in a summer off just flipping games, and that's all while collecting them. So um, that's a good little side hustle, and it's fun. It's so much fun to go out and uh, you know you get a bunch of games. Uh, you can get a little hustle on. It's the hunt of it. It's the excitement. It's all it's all good stuff. Um, I really don't have a hell of a lot of side hustles going on right now. There's not really anything that I'm involved <clears throat> in that provides it. I mean, every now and then I'll do. Uh, I guess every now and then I'll do computer uh, part lists for people if they don't want to do all the research themselves, but they want to build a custom computer. Uh, then they come to me, and then uh, they pay me. Uh, I ask for. 10 usually about 10 percent of the cost of the total computer so the more elaborate more expensive the computer gets it just my fee ends up going up uh which ends up working out to be you know somewhere around uh usually about a hundred or so dollars to put together the list for them um and then off they go they can build it themselves uh all the computers i build for people around here are usually for friends and family so i never charge them <laughs> for for doing it uh, but, uh, that would, you know, uh, if I was, that would be something else I'd, I'd, I'd probably charge for, but otherwise that's pretty much like the only real true side hustle that I do is just do those lists. Cause everything else I do is, is basically just my normal job. Yes. Yeah. Not really. I don't have any, like, this is like a quasi hobby for you. So it just so happens that you can flip doubles. Yeah. To, I mean, to, I'm to not in this happen. to make money, yeah. you know, I, I'm in voiceover to make money and I'm in real estate to make money. Yeah. Right. Uh, that that's those are those are the big ones where, where I'm actually yeah. trying to get a side income, but so not not this is much. Fun. So not much in regards to 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 side hustle beyond that. That's about my only real side hustle. That brings in you know once or twice a month I'll have something roll through. Mm-hmm. So it's just a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. 
better than not having mm-hmm. a couple hundred bucks. Well, and if you start doing voiceover, if you start doing audiobooks and stuff, that'll be a little yeah, side audiobooks hustle. Yeah, will be like the side hustle. That would be the, the forthcoming one when my life isn't such a, an absolute fucking dumpster fire. Yep. Uh, and I have some more time. I'm going to give that a shot and see if that, that produces anything. We'll see. Um, let's see. Did anything show up in chat that was uh, particularly interesting? Uh, said, in case out of questions, hey, Jeff, what's my favorite game on the wall? Mm. Uh, There's a lot of games on that wall. Yeah, but... Uh, favorite game on the wall. I can't just pick one. If I had to pick, if if I had to pick two games, I'd be, go with Final Fantasy VII and Mario sixty four. If I had to pick two, yeah. And of everything that you have here, I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah, here. I mean, I haven't had a chance. I haven't even played. I don't even know ninety percent of these games. Be able to know for sure, but um, uh, the front runners that are in this room would be. Uh, Ocarina of Time, uh, probably Final Fantasy VIII. Mm. It's uh, a good one. And then, other than that, it's oh, an unsung hero. Persona man. Four and Silent Hill Two, I can see from here, and those mm. those are a couple other ones that would be like really high up there. Persona Four is in like my top five games I've ever played. Upcoming games your guys are looking forward in twenty nineteen. Uh, if Firmament was this year, it would be that. Otherwise, I don't actually know if I have anything left this year that I give a shit about. Mine's only Warcraft 3, the remake. Yeah. That's it. I'm more interested in the content that comes out of that than actually playing it personally. Me, me too. Uh, and yeah, I don't think there's anything else this year. Uh, there's not really a hell of a lot coming. So uh, Quasi got, it was like a, a Quasi leak, uh, even though everyone already knew it was coming. But uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is, is in production. Okay. That, I mean, that, that was pretty much a given, a given how well that game did. But yeah. that will be something I actually look forward to. Because yeah. I still think Horizon Zero Dawn is, even now, the best game that PlayStation 4 has. You know what I think? I think we are um, we are almost over the hill. For, oh, of like shit-tier of games? shit-tier games. I think we're almost over the hill because... I hope so. Because battle royales have destroyed, uh, have destroyed my love for video games. Uh, because we there's just been no innovation. In fact, the... the the games that I used to love, they're just not being made anymore because it's not the thing that's making companies and shareholders massive amounts of return on investment. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm not, I, I said this on Twitter, um, you know, Battle Royales have done a, an amazing thing for gaming. Um, it's made it much more mainstream. It's 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 brought in a whole new wave. Uh, it's it's brought a, a big legitimacy to, to video games, to being a household thing, not only for a career, but... Just something that's being talked about on a regular basis, which was great for gaming, but it came at a price. It came at yeah. a price of um, basic, everyone wanting everybody to get else, on it. exactly. Yeah, and and you know it, it's great. For, uh, I, I I said this on Twitter. If gaming has been great in the last six years, if you're under the age eighteen, if you're over the age eighteen, for most people, I'm not saying all. But the people that have grown up on a different type of game that are a little bit more mature, that, uh, you know... that Well, the other thing for me is the games that I'm supposed to like. Yeah. Like God of War. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. uh, You know, stuff stuff like that um, that I'm supposed to like. Grand Theft Auto V. Not RP, but just the game. No. 
I don't I I I think that that God of War has some of the best voice acting that we've had in games in a long time and mm-hmm. is visually stunning. Mm-hmm. But as a game, it's a goddamn snooze fest. I think that Red Dead Redemption's in that same fucking boat. I think a lot of people agree with you on that. Uh, and I think that, except it's even worse than that because there's even less going on in fucking Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five, same thing. Uh, I, don't, I think Grand Theft Auto Five is like the first sign that Rockstar is having a crisis of identity with what the fuck Grand Theft Auto is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And with the next game going back to San Andreas, I think that just doubles down on my point that I don't think they know what the fuck they really want to do with the franchise right now. Because up until like four-ish and five they were all period pieces mm-hmm. you had the 80s you had the, like a little bit of the 90s there early 2000s with san andreas and stuff and they're period pieces but now they're just fucking yeah. whatever and they're not for me i like i, I love J- uh, san andreas and shit but not not for me so like these games that i'm supposed to like that are the big triple a mature you know whatever games i find them to be a snooze fest most of the time because the game part of it the meat the actual game part you know the characters the stories the voice acting the stuff they have all this money all this shit it's great but then when i play the game mm-hmm. it's dull it's dull yeah repetitive it's no life it just doesn't no substance mediocre yeah uh uh and and so when stuff does go wrong i'm quicker to get upset in it because i'm like i'm already not really loving my time with it and then when it presents me with that, I'm just like, this is fucking whatever. Games have just haven't been great, man. It's been a bad... I, I, I'm praying that with now that Battle Royales are starting to phase out quite a bit more, um, and, and the new line of consoles are coming, the next gen, I'm hoping that it's going to breathe some life into gaming. If not, well, Godspeed. It's rough. Hey, Adam, AMD versus Intel CPUs, which is your preference? Um, it's, it depends on the task that you're doing right now. See for people that have followed that up, which I didn't read all the way down here, but I'm going to go with at least one person said that AMD is shit, which means that you are, um, I hate to say it, but you might be fucking retarded. It's okay. It's fine. (laughs) Not everyone can put on, you know, and not everyone can put on their pants properly in the morning. It's okay. It's fine. Um, AMD is on target for having over 30% of market share for CPUs up from like 2% in the span of about five years. Um, Intel for pure gaming purposes. And when I say pure gaming, I mean pure gaming gives you an edge if you're willing to spend $300 more. Mm. And an edge that depending on what game you're playing, at what resolution you're playing at, may or may not even fucking matter. Mm. For example, if you're playing Overwatch or your Battle Royales, and you want to play at 144 frames a second on one of those fancy monitors, Mm -hmm. you're playing at 1080p. Yes. If you're swinging a huge dick, you like 2080 Ti, 1440p. Mm Mm-hmm. To get to 144 frames. The CPU matters the lower the resolution is. In terms of speed. And that's why Intel in gaming at those resolutions especially. Tend to make a bigger difference. Because people are trying to push these big resolutions. Or these resolutions at crazy high frame rates. That are stable. Mm -hmm. uh, But they also want the game to look good. They don't want to have to turn everything down. Mm -hmm. AMD processors are generally speaking clocked slower. And so... 
for single thread or whatever applications like gaming where they just need raw fucking speed. Just cocaine and hookers. AMD loses to Intel by somewhere between 10 to 15% if you're comparing certain chips. But that's for a very specific fucking portion of the market. For 300 more dollars is a lot of money to spend to get that extra little bit of performance. Mm. If you're playing games... Who asked Adam this question? That's Jacob did. Oh, no, not Jacob. Somebody else. Stop the madness. You're going to get Adam going for, I won't have for two, a half I, hour. Because okay. he'll do it. If, you've got, if you're playing it. at 60, 90, 120 even frames a second. Or if you're playing 4K, if you're like me, I prefer 60 FPS, but give me a game that looks fucking dope on a big ass TV. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play on a 24 inch monitor, so I have to play at 1080p, you know, to you know make it work. Mm-hmm. I want I want 4K. I want it to look fucking like sex. I mm-hmm. don't even want to use any aliasing anymore because that's how high my resolution is. Mm-hmm. That's where I want to be at. Mm-hmm. The processor matters way less, and AMD is suddenly a super easy choice. Mm-hmm. Whether you're budgeting or not, just doesn't matter. The other application is if you're a content creator. For the money, AMD literally could not possibly shit on Intel any harder if it tried. Mm. It is so much better, it's crazy. And to make matters worse, and I'll wrap up on this, Intel is back against the wall. They have yet to be able to get below 10 nanometer chips. Ryzen this year, in a couple months, is hitting 7 nanometer, which is allowing them to put 16 fucking cores, 32 uh, threads, on a single chip. Which means nothing to a lot of people, but what that means is Intel's fucked. Because on their lower end chips, you can get a $110 fucking uh, processor with 8 cores and 16 threads that will oh, that will boost to the, over 4 gigs on that little chip for $100. And Intel, to hit that, what that means is that i5 through i3 and down, useless. Literally fucking don't even go near it. AMD would literally have castrated Intel's entire bottom end market in one foul fucking swoop. And Intel, at the earliest, might hit 10 nanometer or lower. Maybe. End of this year, mid next year, possibly. We don't even know. And it's going to still cost three or $400 more. So, the answer for preference is, depends on who you are, what your budget is, what you want to do with that shit. But at the end of the day, right now, if, I put, if I'm putting money on anyone before the ARM processors inevitably wipe both of them off the face of the earth, AMD. But I'm using Intel currently, because when I bought the PCs, that was what you did. But if I was building a PC this year, I wait for a Ryzen uh, Zen 3 to pop up, summertime. I build one PC to rule them all, and I don't have to spend you know, $6,000 to make it happen, because AMD is building shit for like $4, and Intel's like, hey, how about I do that? But you're going to spend the remortgaging of your house. So, fuck Intel. AMD <laughs> is going to take massive leads on them until ARM shows up and kills them both. That's, that's the real play, is ARM processors. So, buckle up for whatever the fuck that is. Um, anything else? No. No, good. Anything else? No other questions that showed up that aren't that? Aren't that? <laughs> that aren't tech-related? That aren't tech-related? Because uh, Adam will, uh, he's he's got an opinion. That's not an yeah. opinion, actually. That's actually just fact. I had nothing that I just said is opinion. Mm. That's just reality. And the- then there are people that are delusional that will want to say Intel until they die. Most of them aren't even haven't been alive long enough to remember that AMD used to actually also be competitive or better than Intel um, with their Anthelon processors. I think, I think what it is, 
without getting into a shebang about it. That's fanboyism. Is, is it's fanboyism. Of course that's it, what is. it is. And that's it's, fine. It's the Apple versus the Android argument. Right? They don't care. Yeah. They don't yeah. care if the Android yeah, yeah. is cheaper and can do what the Apple does and blah 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 blah, but better. Or you can do you can customize this and this and that or the performance this and that for yeah, the money. Yeah. It's fanboy. That's all. That's all it is. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just seeing if there was anything else that, like, uh, any other questions that we can end on other than that. Mm. Oh. We can end it on a, uh, well, thank you, uh, Sergio. Can I get a cowabunga? Oh. Cowabunga! Put that on. Get that, get that on. There you go. Cowabunga! <laughs> Another franchise that just uh, JPay just asked. Um, I'm watching Lagcraft Revival again. Unfortunately, we lost a lot of those to the YouTube purge, dis- purge thing. The tag purge that I've described a thousand times. If you don't know what it is by now, you can find me saying it somewhere else. Um, can you give me the list of the titles of the music that you were playing during Lagcraft? So that whole thing is a combination of tracks that I put together based on. It comes Kevin, from a guy... Kevin McLeod. Yep, that's it. Kevin McLeod. Who made a shitload of royalty-free music, and I took a selection of his royalty-free music, and I spliced it all together into one loopable track mm-hmm. that we used, which is fire, by the way, that mm-hmm. we used for Minecraft, that I can't play Minecraft without hearing that fucking soundtrack. Every time I play Minecraft, I, already, Do you turn I still it have it on, on my computer, <laughs> I just turn it on. I I actually don't know the names of the files. It was just one master music Cause file. I made, yeah, because I put it all yeah. together. So but if you want to yeah. know, it's Ke- it's Kevin McLeod. Right? Kevin McLeod, Kevin- who still who still makes new stuff now. Yeah. So yeah. Kevin McLeod, just Google him and you'll find you'll all find, the music on there. You'll find all that music there is yeah. where you is where you'll find it. Um, there you go. All right. Well, there it is, ladies Episode, and gentlemen. That felt like a long one. It did, but I don't know if that's because I'm tired or what. No, it was three hours. That was a long one. It was a long one. We were on we were on track until we got Game of Thrones and it just got lengthy. You know, hey, it's what happens. It happens. it happens with Game of Thrones. You know, the passion's real. The passion is real. Uh, coincidentally, it's their most viewed stuff. Yes. Well, I don't Pe- think that's coincidence. I think that makes perfectly good sense. Yes, it does. It's, it's a very searched topic yes. on the interwebs. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, once again, head on over to patreon.com slash lag TV to join the community. Give us a little bit of your money because we need it. And uh, if you wanted to uh, send in StarCraft, that's also the place to go to do that. Of, of course, uh, from $5 on up, you can get in on that action. Uh, once again, as well, we have the uh, World Vision stuff coming up in June, so you can look forward to that. Loads of StarCraft content coming, lots of live stream stuff. So you keep your uh, eyes on the, uh, on the prize there for social media, on uh, Jeff and mine personally and otherwise, to know when that's all going down. Until we uh, see you guys next week, thank you once again for coming by. Peace! Peace!